There it is. What's up? 388 wormhole. Welcome, guys. Me and Mr. Smiley's gardens hanging out currently. How you guys doing? What's up, Mr. Smiley? Shit, man. Sunday night. It was a good episode, dude. There was uh cool people. Interesting story, another interesting story. No doubt. What's up? What's up? Background. <laughs> that I got same here with it. My chat. Bring chat up. Cheers, everybody. Jason Nassim. Exelite. TPX. I see me. Red Pill. Pretty teasily. How you guys doing? I gotta get out of top chat. That was cool, though. Hanging out, man. It's been a, been a busy day. I wasn't much in chat all day. I was uh, having my hands tied up. But I was listening. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I had a great day myself. I uh, got to spend the day with my oldest daughter. And it's been a minute. You know, I've got to, I get to see her. That's right. She bit. drove up this time, huh? She drove yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice not to have to make that ride for one. And then uh, it was nice to have all three of my daughters together. Yeah. Easy to do anymore, but man, it is. I even if they were bickering or they could be bickering or whatever, they didn't. By the way, uh, it's always nice to have them in, under the same roof. I'm always grateful for that moment. I'm sure they enjoyed it, getting to hang out together too. You know, especially if they don't see each other often. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't get to see each other that often. To be honest with you. But, yeah. I just say that because I know, like, that, I don't know, sisters don't always get along. Oh, yeah. There are those days. Those days. There has been times where they came up, where she came up, and they just didn't get along. And she said, Sisters, brothers, siblings. It happens. It happens. It does. Thankful. Was well, not the not the case today. We were all pretty grateful for the moment. That's cool. It was a beautiful day too. Was it nice up by you guys? It was like warm. It was at least somewhat warm, but it's been like spotty, like rain all day. Oh. It's fixing it. I think we're. Oh, getting... It was pouring last time I looked out there. It was raining pretty good dude it was like in the 70s shorts and t-shirt weather down here a little windy about it wind almost made it hot feel good you guys are usually like 10 degrees warmer like during the summer months it seems like something close to that <laughs> seems about right about right i got the I got out, got it after she left. I got out, got it, was able to do a little bit of the stuff I was planning to do today. Like get out, wash the pots. Oh man, that's my least favorite part of gardening. 
is washing the pots. Going through it. I don't really mind cleaning the tents as much as I do something about washing all the pots, man. And well, again, I guess I'm grateful for the weather being warm enough to be able to do it out on the back porch versus trying to wash them. Them 10 gallons in a laundry tub are a motherfucker to wash. <laughs> They're a motherfucker to wash. But outside, totally different story, man. I just run the warm uh, hot water hose out. <laughs> I'm that, that big, you know, that lazy. Run the hot water hose out. Fill a five-gallon bucket. Then, you know, rinse everything down. Wash everything with a soapy, well, sponge and bucket, and then go back and spray everything off. Stack them like dishes <laughs> in the sun to dry. And, you know, so it's much easier to do it outside than inside. I only got partially done. Personally. No, I don't, I'm not a big fan of washing the pots. That's why I like being able to reuse them, but. I did run into an issue that I noticed. Uh, fucking mouse dug a hole, dude. It's like it's like a hole like this big in the side of my pot. Like the fucker was trying to, I don't know what he was doing. If he, I don't know. I'm assuming he could smell worms, possibly, and he was like, "Fucking, this is the spot," and you know what I mean. X marks the spot, and he dug through my fucking pot and kicked a bunch of dirt all over the floor and shit. Little fuckers. They keep eating all my, all my uh, top dresses too, fucking dickheads. I pick up a bag of something and there's a hole in the fucking side of it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> that's that's one thing I've never really even thought of, to be honest with you, as far as like IPM or whatever. Man, like you know, compared, you know, uh, Farmer Willie. Yeah. Uh, and even when he mentioned it, I was like, "Really? That that's on our you know our combat list right there." Nice, oh shit! But uh, I guess it is. So it could be a real battle. I guess they like besides like you know, in this case, it it could have been the worms. It could have been them just like trying to snag up some of that fabric for you know a den or whatever they call that. Oh yeah. Gus Gus. They also like jacket. They like cannabis too, don't they? I don't know, man. They really um I've had a couple couple times where I was like you know, I had little baby sprouts, so I think they had some microgreens on me, you know, because I came in and I had six uh, six little baby sprouts like this tall up out of the ground, first set of leaves, whatever, and fuck come in the morning, they were all just all the tops were eating right off them. So I don't know if that was, weren't you know if that was the mice or something else or whatever. So yeah, they're little dickheads. Uh. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh, no, I was just gonna say I'm in a barn in the middle of a field. It's like inevitable. They're nonstop. I got to get more traps, though. And they're up in the roof. They're up above me. I've seen one of the little fuckers climb up on the, along the ceiling. 
I was like, what the fuck? He's like running along like the crack of like between the wall and the ceiling. And like, yeah, like Spider-Man style shit as well. It is pretty amazing. People don't, I, you know, I don't actually even really think about him being up that high. But you're right, man. That little fuckers can fly. It's amazing little creatures, dude. They get through anything. It's fucking crazy. But the will to survive. I've, tracked, you know, I've, I've tracked actually few, seen that. They uh, get smart about that shit. They're pretty smart, man. I've seen a thing, and I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, I could be missing. Uh, but rats actually have to gnaw on shit to keep them teeth down. If they didn't, that tooth is constantly growing and it would protrude through the skull. If they bite. Oh, you know what I mean? It fucked the bite up. I, if I remember right, that's what happens if they don't chew, chew, chew. Is that tooth's ever growing? And if they don't keep gnawing on shit, it will actually get to where they can't bite or it'll want to grow up through the top of the skull. Huh. That's crazy. Rats are fucking gross, too. I've never seen one around there, but I did. Okay, so I have a, I have like a, one of them plastic folding tables, you know what I mean? Like I have a couple of those side by side and that's like where I put all of the transplants, you know, like that's my little veg table or whatever. So I, I don't know what the fuck it is. I've not seen this thing in there, but I, I come in there the one time and I'm moving shit around and I shit you not. There was a turd the size of my fucking pinky. That was no mouse turd the size of my pinky laying on this fucking table. And I'm like, the whole time I was like, what the fuck shit that up on the table? And how the fuck did that get in here? You know, like I'm picturing a good size little rat or something, man. That was a big fucking turd to be <laughs> just chilling on the table. Like, I don't know. It wasn't like possum or nothing like that big, but I mean, it was a good sized turd. Big rodent. <laughs> I had a fucking uh, raccoon one time come into my pantry at the other house. There was uh, he got up in the soffit and so there's like a country style porch that went across the front of the house and somehow he was getting in from like the house through, he ran through the like the first floor floor joists and into there was a pantry that had like a drop ceiling in it right so he had made it all the way to the pantry figured out a way to the pantry and it fucking moved a ceiling tile and was in there fucking trying to get into the fucking pooch one night we like the next day we were like one night we kind of heard something we're like nah you know ah, no way and the next day, we opened up the pantry, and there was shit fucking moved around in there. Holy shit, there was something in there. And the next night, fucking kind of fucking keep keep listening, we could hear him, man. And that motherfucker, you, he was definitely in there. And it was bifold doors. So we kind of, like, shoved shit up against the doors because we didn't want that motherfucker running through the house and shit. And he ended up fucking crawling back through. 
and going back out that night, but I ended up having the fucking set traps for him. I ended up fucking catching that thing about a week later. And that he was no little fucking raccoon. He was a big motherfucker. Hmm. Big fucking raccoon. And everybody I talked to and everybody I, you know, everything I read said, it's a good thing you didn't fuck with that raccoon because then they, when they're cornered like that, they will attack, man. They will yeah. attack your ass when they're cornered like that. They fucking, they, he, was, he was vicious, even in the cage, man. When I was like taking him to set him loose and shit, man, he was a feisty little motherfucker. I was like, so glad. I was like, yeah. Glad broom wouldn't even have been enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wouldn't even have stood a chance. Wouldn't even stood a chance. A broom? Is that what you said? Well, what else? Yeah, what else you got handy in the fucking kitchen right close and handy? You gonna fucking throw butcher knives at that motherfucker while you're in the kitchen? No, no. <laughs> First thing you got is five fucking feet with a broom. Fucking yeah, cast iron pan would have done something better than a broom. <laughs> I would have tried batting that bitch across the room. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't it? Glad. They're solid, man. If they're good size, that's a solid little animal there, raccoon. They're vicious. I agree. I wouldn't want to fuck with one either. <laughs> I think they were fighting. I, I, Did I ever tell that story a, when I was out at the barn, Eagle? And there's uh-huh. like, uh, so like, ah, uh, I trying to think of the best way to describe it like there's the main part of this barn right and then the place part i'm at is like kind of built off to the one off the one wall of the barn basically so from the back side of the flower room there's two doors that would actually go into the barn area but i never go in there i just like the those i, I never go through there i never go in there it's just that's it's all blocked off right like it's a pain in the ass to go through there but I'm in there trimming one night, like lollipopping, and like the rows kind of go right up by that wall, you know. And I'm, I'm down on the end, freaking, you know, sitting on the ground trimming up those bottoms or whatever. And I don't know what 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 happened, but there was some kind of like raccoon possum tangle, but there was like the most vicious sounding animal fight happening on the other side of the wall from me you know to where i'm like oh shit you know like listen them fuckers go you know and like it got my attention and they're like "Ah, yeah you know and it's going on for like a minute i'm like god damn they're at it you know all of a sudden it's like wham i hear them just some one of them get slammed up against the wall of the fucking place i was like holy shit i was thinking they were coming through the door or something man it was fucking I don't know what it was though. I never never heard what it was. One of them yiped and fucking then it kind of like went quiet or whatever. And yeah, it was like, but they fought for a good couple minutes, like pretty hardcore. Like it scared the fuck out of me though when I was sitting there. Chicken shit, I guess. I'm not sure what the fuck was out there last night, man. I, you know, I I fucking tend to wander out in the fucking yard in the middle of the night quite a bit. Quite a bit in use wrestling. I mean, that's what it is. It's about the middle of fucking nowhere. Who doesn't like a good breeze, I guess? <laughs> but nonetheless, fucking, there's fucking, and I don't know what the fuck I heard last night, man. Coyote, whatever, fuck it. But man, it was, it was wild. It's just, I don't, it was weird to describe. It sounded like 
It's not like a small dog being attacked or something close to that effect. So it is. Yeah, that's what this sounded like was two small dogs fucking just giving it all they had at each other, you know. That's why I was thinking it was maybe like a raccoon or possums or something like that. Possums, I don't think, really fight. Them things just seem to want to not do shit. You know what I mean? They just don't care. They just walk around and then you get after them, they just fucking play dead. They're like, okay, leave me alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> raccoons seem to be more of the vicious type. What's up, Captain? Hey, how's everyone going tonight in the wormhole? Good, man. Good <laughs> and the cheddar. And we ha- got all the superheroes. Yeah, trying to trying to get Cheddar Bob on here and see what uh, superhero he shows up to tonight. Maybe he has <laughs> multiple personalities again. We back oh, to I- Spider-Man, Iron Man, or Aquaman. <laughs> Cheddar Tello. The great reveal. <laughs> the great, the great reveal. reveal. Oh, Batman? Is that now Batman? we need some pumpkin patch. <laughs> Just a Batman tonight. Just a regular, regular dude with lots of money. Is that really your thing then? Like you're always gonna have a superhero? I'm gonna if I see you without a superhero shirt, then you've uh I'm yeah. I, I usually I generally wear these all year round. Okay. So. Big it. Yeah. I've got I don't know twenty twenty five or so. So they can they can last me a month, then they just get <laughs> ro- rotated. Get their month <laughs> rotation. Yeah. Head to the laundromat with all your fucking. <laughs> yeah, I have my my color my color uh, coded calendar. That's funny as shit. No, honey, today I'm Spider-Man. I told you every fucking second Tuesday it's Spider-Man. <laughs> Can you see the, the Spider-Man sticker? It's on Tuesday. <laughs> I can't be the Hulk today. So, this is bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. I can't be Superman till Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it can I hold it to be that true? Just so, like, if I run into somebody, and it, I'm namely you, of course, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, Jenna Bob," and I'm like, "So, prove it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see the superhero. And if I catch it, like, you ain't got it on. Am I? Am I going to be like, what, what? What? It's it's Family Guy, isn't it? That one guy. He's a phony. Everybody, he's a phony." <laughs> That's not Cheddar Bob. He's a phony. That's not. It's a giggity 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 goo. Giggity goo. Giggity giggity goo. Um, I I will I will admit (laughs) that there are days in the summer where it's too hot to wear these. But uh, what I what really I started wearing these uh, fishing for the long sleeves and to keep. Uh, the barnacles and the salt water and stuff from really fucking my forearms up uh, on the on the traps and stuff. So it was just like, and it wasn't it was thin enough to not like be too heavy, and it it uh, dries out really quick. So on hot days, you can you know splash some water on yourself, and it 
cool off and then it dries off pretty quick so oh, yeah superhero outfits are fucking the whoop man they're made to be that way it's probably fireproof yeah. too isn't it uh i don't know yet <laughs> i don't know yet i i, I have <laughs> dropped a couple, i have dropped a couple hot cherries on it and they just bounced right off so yeah, there you go fireproof as well uh, fire retarded retarded all right yeah I need that. <laughs> I put too many holes in my shirt. <laughs> Me too. You're, you're not supposed hat. to fall asleep while you're smoking, Cap. No, it's the little pieces of hash <laughs> and concentrate that fall from the joint down. <laughs> no, I know. That's my that's my main sarcastic humor. They're so telling. And then you go too. to grab those suckers and they're just like, eh, fuck, that was hot oil. Fuck. <laughs> They're, yeah, they're the, so telling too. How I never once have I seen somebody with like a burn in their lap or like on their belly. You know what I mean? Have oh, I thought, right wow, here. that's a cigarette burn? <laughs> never. I went, ah, smoker. <laughs> it's, it's never. It's like when you see the lighters with the the dark ash on the bottom. You're like, I know. Yeah, I that's know. another good tell, right? <laughs> That's why I leave the stickers on the lighters so that shit doesn't get on the lighter itself. <laughs> you yeah, just get that, that brown spot right there on the sticker where you cover the top of the bowl. <laughs> so I could get away with that because I was a mechanic, Cheddar Bob, so I always had an excuse so the bottom of the lighter was dirty, but... There you go. <laughs> you were a mechanic? Yeah, I used to used to do that shit. Nuts did you have a tires and brakes? Did you have a particular vehicle that you like to work on more more than others? I I know I have friends that enjoy certain make or model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, oh, ones that uh, you can see your foot through the engine compartment <laughs> right i wasn't a fan i wasn't a fan of working on like foreign vehicles like bmw like european makes and models were kind of different um yeah i didn't mind the toyota hondas and stuff subarus i don't know they were pretty easy too i guess but yeah gm stuff was pretty easy yeah i've, I've never been i i I admire people who know stuff about cars and vehicles a lot. I, I don't know shit about vehicles and I wish I did. Um, it's because it, it, it translates into a whole knowledge of systems. You know, you can break other stuff down when you, when you kind of oh, yeah. understand how an engine works, you know? Yeah, dude, you're a fucking mad scientist when you're a mechanic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so many different trades that that covers. You're an electrician, you're a plumber, you're a fucking HVAC, you're all that. Because all that's on the car, you know what I mean? So. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's a, it's kind of a thankless role in a lot of ways. And it's, I don't know, I just got tired of it. That's the thing. I lost my spark for it, man. I used to, it used to be an enjoyable thing to go in and figure out a car problem or tear a motor apart or whatever and then just i don't know i mean honestly it was after like yeah like i got divorced and then my dad passed away and those were like 
I don't know. I, my dad owned a shop, you know what I mean? We'd always talk shop and shit like that. So it was like, I don't know, just after like a year after he passed away, I just kind of was like, I had this realization that I really don't fucking care to do this at all anymore. So, and I don't know why, but I don't care to anymore. So who knows? Maybe I did it just to fucking sub subconsciously be like pleasing my dad somehow or something. I don't know. Who knows to how to please your father? I I find myself trying to do that to my mother, but I yeah. just kind of gave up after a while. <laughs> we all do, man. It's a subconscious thing. Everybody wants your parents to be proud of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, or you know, I mean, or somebody to be proud of you, right? Like we, you know. So it's it's a subconscious thing. Like everybody wants to be accepted. Everybody, you know, we were kind of talking earlier um before we went on air too you know the guests tonight you know they're they're probably braver than any of us you know what i mean like honestly like shit i get embarrassed if every if i'm the only dude with a hat on in the same room you know what i'm saying like and everybody else doesn't or you know what i mean or if everybody else has a tie and i'm the dude dressed in my normal shit whatever you know you kind of feel out of place or whatever and it's different so i i don't know i just think it's cool they're giving them all the credit in the world 20, 20 some years they said or something since 99 or something like that they were performing i think they said they they met in 99 okay and they've been uh, performing <laughs> since 2011 but still man that's a long fucking time to be with yeah. anybody you know what i mean like to be honest so I, that's cool too so especially in the the social atmosphere that they would have been in you know, it, yeah. it hasn't been exceptionally friendly to uh, to drag queens or LGBT community, you know. Right. Yeah, you're right. It does. I, uh, you're right. I I give them guys a lot of credit because when I uh, when I was asked to, you know, reach out to those guys and get them on the show, I, you know. Honestly, I didn't think a second about it because it was, uh, you know, somebody that helped me out, you know, quite a bit. And I was like, yeah, you want a favor from me? No problem. No problem at all. Disney didn't even hesitate. Didn't even hesitate. But I was slightly nervous, to be honest with you. And up until the, you know, the airing of the episode, you know, earlier tonight, you know, I was kind of. I was, I wasn't unsure how the you know the community would take it. I was unsure, you know. I was just nervous. I was just nervous, all in all, to be honest with you. And then I kind of had that this like thought to my head, you know. And I was like, I told Smiley this before we fired up too, is you know this anxiety that you know I'm kind of like facing through this one fucking episode. This ain't shit. He's saying shit. These tough motherfuckers do this every day. You know what I mean? They face this anxiety every fucking day. You know, this is what I, you know, and it made me think, you know, fucking, you know, you know, this is bullshit. You need, this is, it totally changed the way I felt about the episode coming up, to be honest with you. And that anxiety I felt instantly lifted. I had more respect than I ever did. 
you know, so, you know, it was, I have nothing but respect for the people who, who do that. You know what I mean? It's a tough world for that, that type of lifestyle. You know what I mean? And it, it's becoming more and more open, but, you know, shout out to those people that aren't afraid to, to live their life the way they want to live, you know? You know? Oh, yeah. Well, I like Ziggy Marley says, you got to be true to yourself. You know, I give you guys a lot of credit for getting on here and being live on podcasts and things <laughs> like that. You know, being taped is different. You know, you can kind of edit some of that. This is live. This is raw. And, you know, when Eagle had me on, that was the first live podcast I've ever been on. And I was actually scared to shit. Because, you know, I've spoken in front of 5, 10, 20,000 people before and had no problem. But I get on here and I'm talking to a screen and live people in front of me. And, you know, I'm completely out of my element here. And it's like I didn't even smoke for the first three hours because I didn't want to fuck anything up. And I did is because I went back and I watched it and I went, wow, that was supposed to be a timeline, but <laughs> we kind of moved back and forth. <laughs> but I give you guys a lot of credit for going out and doing this. You know, it's getting a little bit easier for me, but, uh, you know, I'm still nervous as shit. You know, what I, what I really appreciate is <clears throat> about this. Uh, about Eagles program is that we, especially the wormhole is when we start talking about cannabis, you see all these different levels of uh, growmanship and uh, you know, like Smiley is very scientifically oriented. He has a great scientific mind for cannabis. I don't, you know, that's not my approach to cannabis. Um, and so like, your show covers so many levels of growing from the very beginner to the very scientific. And a lot of shows don't do that. You know, they focus on one or the other. So I, it's, you know, just kind of setting this up as you did. I, you hit a really good platform, you know, you, you set something up really well. I mentioned this to uh, Smiley the other night and, you know, exactly what you said, Bob, uh, you know, you hit Eagles hitting everybody from the beginner to the advanced people. And, you know, like someone like me coming on, people can relate to me because there's a lot of people out here that don't talk to people. They haven't talked to people in 20, 30 years, and they can relate to the older school type of growing style, but, you know, they also see me trying to learn from people like you and Smiley and Eagle and all of Eagle's guests, because, you know, we're, we're now locked up. And social media is our only release of getting out and 
trying to have, well, we're a pot grower. So if we get to talk to somebody for a couple hours, every couple days during the week, we're doing all right, you know, but uh, it gives us some place to go and we can take everybody from the beginner and the person that hasn't heard anything about growing for the past 10, 15, 20 years to, you know, people like Smiley, who's up on date on things and the other guests that Eagle brings in that are up to date on things way more than me. And we just sit here and we learn. And it's a great opportunity, and I greatly appreciate the opportunities that you provide us, Eagle, and all your work, too, Smiley. Yes, Smiley, I like your stickers. Stickers. <laughs> Smiley most certainly helps round things out, that's for sure. Yeah, he does, you know, fill in, fill in a lot of voids that need to be filled, especially in the more knowledgeable, detailed end of things. And a great yeah. friend, and he is, yeah. Anytime that I'm fucking kind of in a bad way or whatever, Mr. Smiley always has some encouraging words to say. <laughs> Push me I a see, little bit forward. So I, I see someone making him, as uh, well. I see like, someone making him giggle in YouTube. I'm going to have to turn in all my computer here. Um, I'm going to have to see the chat to see what people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> They're ripping on it. Yeah. No, it's fun, man. I like it, you know. It's a good time. And I don't know that much. I'm just figuring shit out myself. That's all. Like, I, don't know. I just talk about what I do and what I'm, I don't know. What I read but, you're, but you're able to do it from a, a, a scientific way, you know, as you know, as well as the other way, a non-scientific way. But I think your preference is to approach it more scientifically sound than perhaps system sound. You know, you like to get into the intricacies <laughs> instead of the the general system. Right. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, um, that's kind of the technician in me, though, like. Like literally right. Cheddar Bob, I used to do the fucking calculations for combustion equations and shit too. And I would look at gas analyzers and I could, you know, I mean, you can understand what's coming out of a gas analyzer if it's too much carbon monoxide versus too many hydrocarbons. You know, I mean, you can get an idea of what area that engine's running. So it's similar. Yeah. And it, it and your your thought process and your description process like translates to cannabis i've always i've noticed that you know like and it's it's cool like i i'm not that way i i'm not i don't have a scientific way of communicating you know i i can't tell you the intricacies of the interactions between the acids and stuff like that you know where whereas though you can and i, I admire that you know it's it's cool I can remember what I read or heard or I'm getting bad at that though. I can't, I, some guys are really good at remembering the source, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, I read that in this book and it's by this author and whatever. And I'm bad at that. Like, I remember I read that in a book, but I don't remember which one. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I'm going to grab By the way, Eagle, thanks for uh, asking my questions the other day about the Bruce Banner and things like that. That kind of, uh, you know, solidified exactly, yeah, that person is in that small little group. Because I ended up picking up that clone in Flint, uh, one of the provisions, well, it was supposed to be like a GC3 type deal, but it was a donation for a, a little girl in a hospital. And the stipulations came out, you know, uh, give it out to friends, but it's going to cost you a donation to get it. And the donation wasn't cheap, but, you know, just like uh, buying some of these seeds to help out, like Phoebe the other night, uh, you know, people that are in the ca cannabis community that don't have insurance. And our community turns out, and it may be a little bit, but every little bit helps. Yeah, I was saying yeah. that, uh, you know, you, you did, a, you got some great stuff from that Phoebe auction. Yes, I did. And uh, yeah. actually, I ended up buying more skunk later on. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you know, as I really appreciate that sort of thing. And coming from, you know, someone that's, I, I, my neck surgery costs four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and that was without insurance. And so, you know, I'm alive because of that same sort of scenario. That money was raised for me to be able to pay my hospital bills. So, I mean, just the amount of auctions for medical expenses and hard hardships, just people having hard times that the cannabis community does is like, I don't want to say unparalleled because it's, you know, but it's quite amazing. Yeah. I, I've seen a, I've seen a lot of friggin' money be raised just in the last two months in totally separate areas. You like hundreds of thousands of dollars for not only that shutter, Bob, the amount of products and you know rso and flour and things that are given away too it's un, unreal and people don't even talk about it like a lot of it yeah. happens and they don't talk about it it's just happening you know what i mean it's that's just yeah. what they do so it's a lot of yep. cool like that yeah we i mean got for for as much as we can say about the industry the industrial side of cannabis or the commercial aspect of cannabis like the actual cannabis community is might be unparalleled you know yeah man it is definitely unparalleled the only people that may be above us are the people where giving money is the way they think of it is a tax write-off you know we look at we look at it and we reach in our pocket and say well we've got six bucks you know i need four here's two bucks you know <laughs> but
but to a lot of the people that give, you know, they give just because they can, and it's a tax write-off is the way they look at it. We look at it as helping our brothers and sisters and, you know, taking a little bit of the last little bit of money we have in our pocket and giving that. And that says 10 times more than anything else. It's Empathy is a hell of a drug. To give. <laughs> I agree. So did you guys catch that lighting? I know Cheddar Bob, you were talking about that earlier, that lighting episode that was earlier today. I, yeah, I just want to talk about it because it's so fucking interesting because it's something that I've been trying to har- kind of harping on or thinking in my brain a little bit after buying the B-Spec light is the way that it fucking, that is the one spike of blue and it throws everything out of balance in the light. And then that guy was talking about that, how you need to hit all the, it's like a symphony, you know what I mean? You need to hit all the spectrum notes kind of in a certain way. Yep. to actually utilize that photosynthesis synthetic power or whatever you know and he he doubled down on on your dli you know he talked about how important that actually is and how different cultivars like react to their dli and at different atmospheric pressures and stuff like wolf is a savant yeah that's pretty amazing info man that was cool he, i mean it, it's stuff you think about maybe sometimes but he spent his life thinking about it and like, and, and doing it, you know, we may think about it, but he, he does this stuff. And uh, man, we can learn an awful lot from him. Yeah. That was pretty interesting when, I don't know how he was controlling the spectrum, like he was talking about, but it was pretty cool. Like being able to tune elevation and part of the planet that it, the cultivar was grown from and match that lighting it's pretty fucking badass yeah See, yeah that that's the questions that i have now is you know you have these leds and you have them dimmable and things like this are we are we going to now start seeing light where you know, the last three weeks, we can increase the red and turn down the blue as we go into flowering and, you know, keep that blue kind of high for the first two to three weeks of flowering because basically you're still in bed and then turn it down once we hit like day 21 and give it more red. Is that what's going to happen with these lights out there there today? They're, they're probably, if, like, just off the top of my head, I would imagine that the diodes would carry more than one, uh, what is it, uh, like 3,500, 3, you know, K. And then the next one would carry like 4,055 K. And then you would have your high nano, like a couple, but they would be in the same diode so that they can kind of, uh, uh, mo- vary, I guess, with like instead of having a single diode here and a single diode here, and each one going like that, that to take up less space, they would be in the same diode. Is I think the way the technology is going to go, not so much a cob, but 
science is already there, the science LED. And not only that, I believe, and you can correct me wrong, but they're, they're working towards like light recipes that are like strain specific, aren't they? Are they not? I don't know about strain specific. I know they have light recipes like that where it'll start <laughs> with like a sunrise effect and then kind of go through a midday like he was talking where um yeah you get more of like an intense light in the middle of the day tapering off to hitting the more red again towards the like night time or whatever yeah the uh, sunset you're 15 minutes of far red and then you're fit or 10 minutes and then you're 15 minutes at dawn to you know like you're you're trying to simulate the sun as much as possible the sun doesn't come up at high noon, you know, every day. It starts off at a low, and so it, everything's kind of waving throughout the day and tapering off, and that's what he's he's getting at, like the, the DLI, you know? Well, the DLI accounts for the amount, the intensity of the light by the time frame or whatever, but yeah, the, the spectrum that he was talking about is actually in how, like, the two different photo systems would work so um but we got but like uh yeah like photo system one is triggered by certain spectrums and photo system two is triggered by other ones that's why you always have like the blurple lights you have the blue and the red of the blurples <laughs> the blurple. they, were, they were just focused on trying to trigger those specific areas but what we figured out with like the full spectrum lighting is that the plants do utilize a lot more than just those two, you know, areas. And now they're trying to supplement where they can still spike those two areas. But I don't think we really have evolved, like in the science LED realm, they're still toggling to my understanding, they're still toggling between those red and blue kind of LED light like that. Where like what this dude is talking about is having that a full, like if you look at the spectrum. Yellow, graph, orange. Yeah, like if you look at them spectrum graphs, there'll be a big peak in the blue and then it'll go across and there'll be like another spike in the red or whatever. He's talking about having that more even like with the sun kind of thing. And if there are changes, it's just subtly kind of like those types of changes to that spectrum. You're never really throwing a one a solid hardcore red spike at or, you know, what I mean, that's that was my understanding of kind of what he was getting at is every bit of that spectrum is like, a note in a song of a symphony you know you got different instruments of that orchestra or whatever those are like the different chords of that symphony and how it's going to sound to the plant so if you you know i mean you throw just a real strong note of one note it could be a really offensive thing to the plant you know what i'm saying or a really offensive noise to us similar where if you have everything in harmony and in tune it's a more pleasant thing you know it's kind of Cause he kept relating it back to music like that too. It was cool. Sorry for the hey, Red Bill. <laughs> What's up? Uh, we were all, I guess, watching the same thing today. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I can't think of the name of it. And to answer uh, Eagle's question, there was a and well, to answer everything, well. Anyways, there was a light company I can't remember the name of, but they had, it looked like a, a it was very weird because it, whatever kind of heat sink and kind of like computer system it had in it, it looked very much like a normal old reflector. 
like it was like trapezoidal in shape but the bottom of it was just four different like quantum board looking dealies and this light had a whole smart system and app to go with it and it had a, a pulse wave modulator so you could go through the entire light spectrum of every color in there and you could program it to everything that we're saying the daytime to nighttime or you know morning to evening light uh spectrums and then you can even uh fix it to remember that like it was a smart thing so it would do that automatically and you could have it programmed for specific strains like you can test grow under the light do whatever you want to do to dial it in figure out if you got what you did right and then you could program it that so and then you can like it had like 12 or 15 different settings so you could save it as like super lemon haze and then you put a whole bunch of super lemon haze clones under there and then you just go on to the app and it's super Le lemon haze spectrum and it's always going to grow that exactly the way you tuned it it was an old is that, is that one of those uh i've I have a buddy who uh, has a light that sounds like that, but his was like liquid cooled. I don't know if this one was, I don't know the cooling system on this, but I do know it was, it's been a long time since I've seen one. I only seen uh, someone test growing it and it was like as expensive as like the top dollar led lights are now. And this was like six to eight years ago. Yeah. But yeah, if anybody's do, got any of those lights that you can dim up and down like that, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'd really like to give them a test run for you. <laughs> <clears throat> but you could do the whole thing. You could go through, it had like, like uh, staggered diodes. So you could go through the whole spectrum and mix like all blue light with all red light and make a purple light. And it had white light too. So you could have, you know, it was like 550 white light and then you could mix whatever other spectrums you in, wanted to do with it or leave out the white light. You can have like solid, but it had, you know, like how some lights have the cops in there for like the photo taking. There's like the dial in it or the switch in it. You can dial it and dim it on and off or intensity or low intensity. And then it turns off the blurples and there's just like 55K white lights for better picture taking. But it, it had that, but it, so, so it had all of the white light and then whatever you wanted to tune the other rest of the spectrum to. And you could even have it, you could even set, there was a setting for it to where you can just have it oscillating. So like all 12 hours of flower, it's just going slow and you could time it. So it takes like a, all 12 hours to go from the furthest red part of the spectrum to the furthest blue part of the spectrum. Or you could have it oscillating like the whole spectrum once per minute. It's like a what, cool yeah. disco what stroke. Is this? I can't remember the name of it. I'd have to go and try and research it. Huh. But it's for uh, photography? It no, it had just that setting on it. That's what the white lights, back in the day, they used to, that was, I don't know if, I don't want to call it a marketing thing, but that's just what, before, like you said, like it was understood that white light is supplemental to the blurple people would just put little cob lights in there and then you could turn off the blurpled uh, panels or the, the, the blur, uh, blurpled boards so you could take pictures without it, you know, making your plant look all purple and blue and, you know, hard to really take pictures under one of those lights. But the person that I saw growing with it was uh, 
L-E- LED one shot. I think he was out of Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> no, I just found it. It was kind of a discussion too that it was on um, girl, um, oper- not Operation Girl, but the growing 420 guys from UK there. GMO. Mm-hmm. So I'm drawing a blank out of Girl Room. Yeah, Girl Room 420 Forum, right? Why the fuck can't I get that right? Anyway, I think you got it all. Yeah, yeah, we were talking on there about that too. The um, so Pete was showing the infrared pictures that he of the plant, and then like adding, adding another supplemental blue spectrum. The infrared picture would change on how the plant was like absorbing and reflecting back that light. You know what I'm saying? So. And that's what the guy was talking about today. Like it, the plant can absorb photons that it doesn't necessarily turn into photosynthetic energy, you know? So those ones kind of get released as heat and, and that way too. So yeah, it was just kind of interesting that you can actually, like he was relating it to, you can actually get more photosynthesis from a properly tuned light than you can from an improperly tuned light at the same amount of photons. Because well, the plant can actually utilize the, the that, you know. that's the over that's the thing I'm trying to overcome why for a while and it'd be very I was thinking right when I popped in here that uh, it'd be very funny if it finally took Wolf to say that if this app on that little show if that's what people are listening to if it goes to the lighting industry and like okay now we're gonna do it because people have been talking about it for long enough and I like I said asked light manufacturers to just to you know make me a designer light one off light i don't really care how much pays especially if it's a proto how much costs especially if it's prototype or experiment but they wouldn't even make it for me like they're they just won't even manufacture it because i had the spectrum argument with me and they're like no we're not going to put blue leds in it because i'd be like we don't, I don't need like a 410 or like 430 nanometer. I want something more like 490 or 500, you know, something in the cyan or almost into the green. And they're like, well, we don't use those diodes because they're extremely low efficiency. So I just couldn't get all the efficiency manufacturers because they said that the whole reason, we know that the whole reason that start people went in the LED pathway is because more efficient lights, less infrared, you know, less energy loss to just being infrared. So as soon as you t- start talking about less efficient diodes, they don't want to make you a light. Well, that's that was the other point he was making too, is like the, um, you know, the the focus on efficiency, like grant, like uh, joules or uh, PPFD per watt kind of or whatever intensity per watt, like just that focus on that efficiency, trying to get the most, out of that, you you kind of find certain spectrum LEDs that are like you said are more efficient. But he's looking at he's talking about what's the best spectrum wise to throw down, like you were just mentioning. But you know, what I mean, it's like yeah, they're they're looking at efficiency because they want that highest you know micromoles per joule or whatever rating. You know, what I mean, where they can fudge those by adding different color LEDs too. You know, oh, it's got more red LEDs, so it's 
going to be this much well, more efficient. That's where I'm in a I'm in a hard spot or to the point where you either have to manufacture your own light if you want to build one the way you wanted to, or have someone that does that help you out with it. But then it's only going to be as good as they can do in their little garage or workspace. I don't have the knowledge to do that. No, you can absolutely get a light that does everything we're talking about. It's just you got to crack out your wallet for them. Uh, yeah. Well, and then it also goes back to what we've been talking about and what's been happening with CBDs and THDs is uh, you're going to get strain specific. And like you guys had just brought up a little bit earlier, you know, the strains that are grown in the equatorial range are going to take a different light spectrum than those that are grown in Michigan, in Afghanistan, in Canada. So, you know, we're going to, that all has to be worked out. So who's to really, has anybody done the, studies and tests like they've done with THC and CBD on, you know, exactly what light the plant does use. And are we even looking at that part of THC that maybe the white light does affect? You know, th this is all stuff that, you know, this is the wormhole and, you know, you opened up the wormhole when you started to test all these different THCs and different CBDs. You know, that's one great thing about growing the plant is the plant will never be replicated in a laboratory. They'll mm -hmm. just never be able to get all the sums and pieces together. Yeah. My, my kind of basic mental picture on what they were talking was like, the different pigments that can trigger with different lights too, you know? So like the first spectrum definitely does have effect on it. Yeah. You know, you know that's uh, why we see a better response than the blurple light, you know, like people went to that blurple light when we figured out there were two different photo system or, you know, that you had to hit with the two spectrums. And that's where the, that was all NASA shit, right? Like they came out with that for the lettuce or whatever. Where I got it. And we I started realizing that we had to, have a fuller one that's why the white lights came out you know where where i took the advice from is my veg light that i used my my prior or current veg light was a t5 normal uh sun blaze t5 but i had the power veg bulbs in there and they took that idea they made a horticulture version of what coral growers had the coral growers had different colored fluorescent uh, T5 lights. And that does, that changes the whole entire, whatever pigments of coral that grows. You can get blue coral or red coral or pink coral or you know yellow or gold. They, they play with that. That's how coral gardeners or growers mess with their cultivars or whatever, get different rainbow effects in coral. These different spectrum. Yeah. That's cool. So my, my theory was what I want to see now in an LED light is I want to see everything incorporated it needs to have UV diodes, man, low efficiency, it needs to have IR diodes. People are like, what IR? That's what we're going away from. It needs to have 
at least one kind of white spectrum, anywhere from 55K to 27K, at least one of those, if not a couple on either end of that spectrum. And then it's got to have 730, 630, what I would prefer, like I said, a 490 blue. They, I know they make it, like I said, they just slow efficiency, so you don't see in horticulture lights. And uh, a 400. So on the blue, you got two. The red, you got two. White, you possibly have two. And then you got IR and uh, infrared. Or, sorry, infrared and ultraviolet. And then, then maybe even throw green in there. But I don't know if you, like I said, 55's got, we don't see it because it's white, but 55 and 65 got a lot of green in there. So I have a dab loaded up. Oh, and I was gonna say, I'd like to see that in a- Where's that, where's that little puddle there? Puddle, this one? Yeah. Little looks piece like of a, Looks like a stamp mark. Ooh. You know, like one of those old royal- <laughs> Yeah. Would you want me to send you a letter with this on the, you know? That would be funny. I'd be like a, a letter with it stamped on the outside. People would be like, what the fuck? Peel it off. Smoke it, Looks like he's got it portioned out already. Like there's one. Yeah, right. Three, four. He's got his dabs all yeah, there's a couple out. pieces there. It's like one of those uh, pill cases or whatever that they get. <laughs> Slightly organized. Uh, but I was That's saying, a great idea, Cheddar Bob. Give out certificates and have the little like foil stamp. Have that be it, like you know, concentrate. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can send them out that way in the mail. That would be perfect. <laughs> be like, uh, you know, the cocaine sent to jails. In, inside the cards, you know, like they dissolve the cards and it, it, like the cards actually made out of cocaine. What? No, no one ever got, you've no never gotten a no. birth, you've never gotten a birthday card that comes on a big sheet of white paper and it's actually written happy birthday in pen to you. <laughs> and no, you wonder wrong. why it's perforated. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley's like, what? What are you talking about? I am a mob. I have not been yeah. to jail. I haven't. <laughs> well, good. Good for you. Don't go to jail, Smiley. It's it's no place for handsome boys. I went I went to a holding cell for four hours one time. And that was enough. I was like, fuck this behind the bar shit. I don't like it at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's it's certainly humbling. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, the worst was doing 23 and ones where they keep you locked up for 23 hours a day and they let you out singularly for one hour a day. Illinois did that to me. Okay. And uh, yeah, I never want to be back there. Even here in Thailand, I sit outside all the time. People say, why don't you sit in the air conditioning? No. Why? I was in a small room and couldn't leave it. If I have a chance to be outside, I'm going to be outside. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yep. That'd be wild. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I've never been locked up for growing. Uh, it's always been a possession charge. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, always possession charge or paraphernalia charge. I never got locked up for cannabis. I always got locked up because I was fucking stupid and young and drunk. Oh, I was just assuming murder was why you were locked up. <laughs> oh, superheroes don't murder, bro. Oh. I would have been like, I would have been like, oh, you know what I need? Boom, right there. I need a Hancock one. Yeah. <laughs> the drunk superhero. Right. Boom, Hancock. That's the next one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have it made. Well, Iron Man was a drunk. He had an alcohol problem. Yeah, it I came guess out so. in the 1970s comic book. Yeah. By the way, Cheddar Bob, I own the comic book store too. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. I, I saw that. I saw that in the comments the other day. I was like, what the hell is this guy not done? That is not awesome. Parents were antique dealers and factory workers. Yeah. Dad collected beer cans in 1973. So we were on the road. So, you know, living in Cleveland and op opening up the doors Saturday morning and being in Gettysburg, you know, was not uncommon. Coming up to Springfield, Massachusetts was not uncommon. Yeah. So, you know, that was a weekend trip for my family. I didn't have a, a normal childhood. I didn't have friends that I hung around with because my parents took me everywhere on the weekend. But it afforded me to see a lot more. And I think I became a lot better of a person. More perhaps more well-rounded, traveled. Most, most definitely. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot more open, even uh, in the early times to gay people, because I was around them all the time. They're just people to me. And I treat people like that. And here in Thailand, you have a bunch of lady boys and, you know, I treat them like everybody else. I treat them like a girl. They're dressing up and wanting to be a girl. I talk to them like a girl. You know, I'm not hitting on them, but I don't call them dude. <laughs> I give them respect. And, you know, that's the way I was brought up. You look at everybody and you judge them based upon how they treat other people, not anything else. I don't know. I've I've treated some people pretty bad, so. <laughs> I have too. Well, <laughs> hope I'm not judged on that one. <laughs> I hope not. I think everybody's treated somebody bad, man. Long yeah. Movie. About learning from it, you know. How to do it more efficiently. Not get caught. <laughs> that kind of shit. <laughs> Funny. So I had like a whole bunch of stuff from the shows today that I I would thought was really cool that I wanted to bring up tonight. And then the damn 
camera came on and I was like, well, what was all that cool stuff that I wanted to talk about? I, and for the life of me, I cannot remember at all. I know some of it was the lighting show, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I'm going to have to, I'm at that age where I think I have to start writing things yeah, man, down. I was just about to say it. I'm, I'm, I have to, I have to write yeah. things down. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the only problem is, is the only problem is I can't, I can't read my own handwriting. Oh. <laughs> I used to pride myself on the memory, man, but it's just failing. Or yeah, I, I remember saturation, too much capacity. Yeah, I remember a lot of stuff that happened in the past, but I don't remember a lot of new stuff. There's not a lot of compartment uh, reorganization going on. Like I reset the button every once in a while, like on 419 for Abby's uh, bike ride. That was a reset for 422. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sometimes you just need to go through your mind and get rid of some of that information and open up room for other information that you want to learn today. You know, because we do retain a lot of stuff that, you know, we can just, I've learned to be able to just kind of forget that stuff. And then I'm able to accept new information because I, I do try to learn as much as I can every fucking day. Oh, I remember one thing. Yeah, I do. So I was watching <laughs> and it, it wasn't even like a program, a cannabis program. But do you guys know what uh, Morgellons disease is or Morgellons? Have you heard of that? It doesn't sound so fun, though. it's like where people produce or grow these like synthetic fibers underneath their skin. Like they can be metallic or cotton like it's this and they actually like grow under and out of the skin people pull like metal little shards Fuck. yeah they say, they say it's a big grew? conspiracy they say that people are just crazy and it doesn't exist yes red pill and that's what i watched today it was called under the skin the battle for more villains <laughs> And it was all about how the medical community for years has been telling people that, no, it's all psychosemantic, you're crazy, go see a psychiatrist. And then there's a whole nother like part of the medical community that's like, no, this is actually a real thing. And they're, uh, they're, they're equating it to how it associates to Lyme disease. Yeah, I was gonna say and, that. Uh, and how I'm like, Go ahead, Red Bill. 90% of case, 90% of uh, people with more Jones or claim they have more Jones test positive for Lyme's disease, the Lyme disease. Yeah. And it just goes to show you like how crazy Lyme's disease is, like, and how connected it is to all these older so diseases. <laughs> this basically turns you into a silkworm. Is it, if I'm understanding it correct? 
Maybe, yeah. It's weird, man. I've never heard of that. Like, you're going to wrap yourself in a cocoon and metamorphose? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, you start producing a fucking cotton under your skin or something? Like, what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's even more weird. It, it looks like uh, wires and like circuitry. It looks like positive and negative so, ground and, wires. And that's another thing. I was thinking like today, I, I was freaking myself out, man. I was like, all right, well, what if this is like some, okay, they associate it with Lyme disease. Lyme disease was basically a man manipulated disease by <laughs> biological warfare. <laughs> So what if it's like this strange mutated thing that's like turning us into the Borg, you know, getting us ready to like be part machine or part synthetics. It's like preparing our body for that next stage of fucking evolution. I think there is a, I, I, I have conflict with that and I, I'm going in a red pill because my name is red pill territory, but. Let's if do it. Gonna, if it's going to be a virtual future, like if they're going to slowly like make life so shitty and make augmented and virtual reality so much better than life that people are just going to plug into like a literal matrix. Black mirror. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be more whatever, a digital, like that kind of thing. Or if, yeah, will you actually merge with technology, figure out like the key to more, you know, what they call is uh, cure mortality, transhumanist. That's what they think the singularity is. It, they think the singularity is when we <laughs> cure mortality and become, you know, immortal. And then that's what I mean. That's a debate. Is it immortal? Is and do we get to keep our own bodies and like regenerate tissue and that kind of shit, or do you have to do it by like simulating your, <laughs> yourself and making a digital copy? which relies on electricity, which would have to be harnessed by something continuously and be set up to be maintained, which is getting into robot territory, which is getting into Skynet, which is getting into the Matrix. Well, I was going to say yes. And we're all fucked. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, the, the Black Mirror episode does it good. Or, yeah, you know, that, show, that show was mm -hmm. pretty freaky. Like it was just far enough into the future to not seem possible, mm -hmm. but at the same time, just close enough to be able to link small aspects of it to what what we do now. You know, it was like, I, like I said, I, I look at it as more like an educational thing, and it's like a PSA, or it's like remember the classes that we had where they taught tried to teach us about drugs and sex and what they would do to our bodies and our young you know, intact, non-corrupted minds. No, I'm, well, I'm from an island. We didn't have those classes. Well, <laughs> they uh, that's what they're trying to do to us now. With Well, not like it's a bad thing, but Black Mirror is that same way. Where it's like each episode is one aspect of a technology that is promoted to us as something good. Like here, we, we figured out uh, synthetic meat or, you know, we figured out... Uh, we haven't How figured you, it out. A, a cure for, well, I'm just like naming examples, like a, a cure for Alzheimer's. You can hear, put a chip in your head and 
you, it can store memories for you because you know your mind's susceptible to not remembering things and then they you know people say like uh people that uh are eyewitnesses are, aren't even like uh good enough for a testimony because they're subjected to seeing things that they didn't even see or they could have uh whatever uh false memories planted in them yep <clears throat> funny, uh, funny thing you mentioned about alzheimer's um mm -hmm. getting back to morgellon morgellons uh they just discovered four different um types of uh alzheimer's and alzheimer's is i'm a hot take here but alzheimer's is lyme disease it's a it's a part of lyme disease and oh. like lou gehrig's disease als those are all parts and causes of secondary infections from lyme disease morgellons you know it's crazy it's, it it really is red pill like lyme disease Especially when you know Lyme disease is something, then they spread that. Isn't that something? Yes. That they, that's yes, something they spread. It leaked out <laughs> of like a fucking. But it wasn't, it, it, part of it was spread on purpose. They released like thousands of bunnies with these fucking ticks on them. They dropped them out of fucking planes. And then they also, on Plum Island, which is just off the coast of Jersey and New York, they had, that's where their biolog, that's where the U.S.'s biological warfare places mm -hmm. and that's where ticks escaped no. on birds and on deer it's um, literally and it's right across the shore from lyme connecticut which is where lyme disease the name for lyme disease comes yeah. from it's literally no different than covid if you believe the narrative that it escaped a biological testing facility yeah. no lyme disease has been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years they found it well, that's you know, yes. The, the, the spirochetes in, you know, thousands year old bodies. But the thing is, it's been manipulated. The Nazis were working with, were working with Lyme disease and ticks and stuff like that. Way yes, back that they tell, and they say two narrative. There's two narratives that where COVID comes from. Either it comes from bats, you know, you know, uh, super, you know, not on, you know, no one's purpose. It just jumped one species to the other and then the other narrative where they got it from bats and were you know doing something within a biological lab but the same thing like it, it did it escape from that either one of those or both of those things things that someone you know let escape or you know dropped out on purpose or is it a complete accident because you would think with all those safety precautions that they take for those like biological things you'd think man well they probably got all their fucking corners covered right but i would think yeah. like no not no not not in the 40s and 50s man no way that's, that's what i mean though like you would think it's just I don't, it's asking it's asking too much for you to be that sanitary or that safe to have like different clean zones and go in between but still have people coming in and out of you know what i mean it, it's just uh, whatever uh, one out of a hundred year you know one time it's going to happen so hey eagle nice to have you back i see your uh your viewpoint has changed 
did a little uh, wardrobe change for you there. Oh, Cheddar Bob. Is that a tool? Is you. that a tool onesie? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do they make those? Uh, I bet you'd have to pay a pretty, pretty penny for a tool onesie. No, 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 not a onesie. No onesies. Is that you, a trying that, to push? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Trying to push the onesies. Do you have any onesies there, Cheddar Bob? I could actually see the superhero outfits coming in onesies. This is this is my onesie. I don't have any bottoms. I do have a pair of fucking uh, long johns that are uh, the onesies, and they're incredibly awkward. Very warm, but incredibly awkward. Yeah, I mean, I I have I have long underwear that I wear out on the boat, but uh, it, they're not they're not they're not the same. They don't have quite the uh, the movement, you know that that I would imagine a superhero bottom would would come with. They're not they're not flame uh, retardant, um, you know. So, uh, I'm sure they could spray some uh, fix that. All right, uh, superhero shit. They're working on red pill laser eye. They can fireproof your fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh hey, when are we gonna get uh John Jim Belushi in here? Pretty soon. Have you sent him out uh, an invite? Belushi Farms. Is that who? Uh, how I reach him? Yep, Belushi Farms. Or reach his agent. Yeah, that would be fun. Get him and Mike Tyson on, and Willie. Willie would All be three. legendary. Fuck. All three. We can find out if you really smoked down the White House. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Right? Snoop Dogg, Burner. You get all them guys too. Whiz- I can ask I can ask Martha Stewart. She Martha. walks by my house. <laughs> she walks by my house in the summer and comments on how nice my my wildflowers look. Oh yeah. Martha Stewart would probably be down. She's cannabis. She's she's cannabis friendly. Right. You know what's funny is uh, I have actually sent out an invite to Snoop Dogg, to be honest with you. And I actually took it as far as one day I was in his chat, like he had a live going. And I'm just in this chat going, What are you coming out fucking talking shit with Eagle? You coming out fucking talking shit with Eagle? <laughs> <laughs> just raining down. Thinking, Who the fuck is this cat, man? Fucking talking shit with Eagle. Yeah, probably got banned. Didn't even know it. Right. <laughs> Eagle's sitting there typing. Nobody's seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like me on the Grow Boss. Yeah. You oh man. You I, yeah. That I'm I'm banned from that show. I go on there and I type uh. stuff, and I'll go out and I'll come back and it's gone. I'm like son of a bitch. So I know no one's seeing what I write. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't do you, like. What do you gotta mess with the grow boss about? You don't like light movers? What, what's wrong? Oh, he's just a douche. Huh? Why? Oh, he just rips on everyone, no matter what. He's a he's a douche. I was he's a douche. Yeah, he is a little yeah. douchey about him, a little bit. I like a lot of it. <laughs> 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 Hey, I got a light mover because of him, though. So, did you? Oh yeah, 
I had to check did that. You to, did you have to buy it or did you win it? No, I bought it. Yep, I had two hoods that I, yeah, I basically had a dummy, one of the dummy carriers. So I had one motor that ran two hoods or whatever, basically. So. Yeah. But yeah, I tried I one of those. It wasn't all that. <laughs> nope, they're not. At least not for my setup. It was like, eh. So and the motor went out after I ran it. Yeah, like two, three cycles, whatever. Four, it might have been four. But then, yeah, the motor ended up going out. And I think it was because it had so much, it was moving more weight than it should have been with the two yep. vented those, hoods. Those little Dang. wheels start start rubbing off and getting caught. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, the motor gave out, and I just, I, it wasn't worth the fucking money to try to replace it. I was like, fuck this thing. Yeah. I didn't see that big a benefit. I think it's more for covering like a large space, like a, a much larger space than like a five by five or a six by six, you know, and just moving one little <laughs> light. I think it's something pretty strong that you're moving like 15 20 feet or something it's like if you have, if you have a room where you could do like a 16 light setup you could do it with four and just have those lights going down what would be those four rows anyways yeah yeah i like the idea of moving the hot spot around on the canopy i do like that idea but i just don't know how valuable that's going to be in the end and is it worth the investment of trying to do a mover what about those spinning lights remember those <laughs> spinning lights it's literally like a ceiling fan but instead of blades it has lights oh wow all right what was the purpose of it spinning pull them down throw around the hot spot of the light like spinning how fast? I mean, like pretty fast, fast enough to make a little draft because then it also was like oh, blows around, you know, move it moves air around in the above the canopy. You know? I so remember like, those. That those are like, like that sounds like a genius idea. That was like early two thousands. That's the really? same time never, they were never starting took to off, push huh? out those uh, those coliseums. You remember those red pill? Yeah. Coliseums, like where they build the plants up and around the light. Is that what you're talking? Yeah, yeah. you basically have a hanging light and then build all the colas or multiple plants around it. Yeah, that's a genius idea too. And then they had ones that would, you know, go in a circle all around the light in the middle. My buddies used to have a couple, but they'd always the plants would end up getting too big and then lean hitting the light, frying on it. Some of that stuff just seems like why, though, at a certain point, like, you know, just, I don't know. and even Thank more you. so like growing in living soil, like you get a lot more like why sort of questions about cannabis growing. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean? Oh, I, I don't know. Just the, the different, the different um, sort of novelty things, you know, like pH pens and all that, you know, different soil meters and the like gadgets, all the, all the, all the trinkets that you need to go with things. Yeah. <laughs> shiny things, you know, like we're crows. 
Right. I seen one today. It's for uh, your dabs. And the one then you put it in your your banger and it tells you, you know, it goes from red light to green light when you hit a certain temperature and then you flip it over and you've got the dab on the other end. I thought that was cool as shit. <laughs> I got to get me one of those. <laughs> I saw one where the guy was like, oh, he took some dab out and he puts it, he like, his friend looks at it and it's a close up and it shows like all kinds of hair and stuff on it. The guy's like, oh no, never mind. He passes away. He grabs this thing out of his pocket and he's like, I'll use mine. And he scoops it out and he presses this little button and holds it over the, the dab rig and it, it melts off. So it, it's just like a heated, a heated scoop. And he's like, so much better. I was like, oh my God. Why is this even a thing? Just wipe off the fucking scoop already. They've got them for cars. You, it's like a key. You put it in your uh, lock and you press the button and the key light heats up inside your lock of your door. Huh. What's that? That must I be wonder. on like a Aston Martin or something because my Ford doesn't do that shit. No. <laughs> I got them in Cleveland, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Check that out. Maybe that's something that we could use. And they're not that expensive. Well, of course, I haven't seen them since, like, probably 2005. Yes. <laughs> Ned, Ned Denver just said it. The butter cutter. Yes, they have. I think that's, have, that's uh, so funny. irons and embers, which are just a glorified soldering iron with the ceramic tip. The herbiron iron is a corded version. I don't know how much they are now, but they were always like fifty to seventy bucks. The ember is uh, like that. Oh, it's marketed. It's four hundred twenty dollars because it has to be. No, but you can buy. Uh, you can find cordless uh, ceramic uh, soldering irons for like you know, 200 or so bucks. It doesn't have to be marked up to 420 to sold, be sold to us, but that's what it is. It's like metal, medical grade ceramic on a heated tip and you just heat it up and you don't even- it's Like the, the honey badger. Yeah, you don't even make contact to it. You just use that heat and convect heat from that tip to boil. It's really good for uh, full melt and stuff like that because what it really allows you to do like say you got a, a bowl that you put you know different concentrates on top of you can go over it and just like wave it right back and forth while you're hitting it softly and it just all bubbles and melts and it'll go right down into the flour impact bowl very nice there, there's also a, a tubular version of it like a straw that's called the dipstick it's like a uh, electric nectar collector, basically. I actually want a nectar collector. You I want... moved out of the States before they came around. Shit, I just want a banger. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said. We order, <laughs> Don't we order all that stuff from Thailand and shit? This should be like all China. <laughs> readily available. Well, actually, uh, you know, all that 
paraphernalia is illegal. Uh, even dildos and vibrators here you can't go by. <laughs> really? Yeah, they actually stopped that shit coming in. My friend owns a bar, and there were these cock glasses. And they were like seven-inch, basically, glass cocks that you had a little funnel you filled up, and the you know, girls would see who could finish them the quickest. <laughs> But uh, they actually got sent back to uh, Lazada. He bought them through Lazada, and they actually got sent back uh, two times to Lazada, and they made it through the third time. But, uh, yeah, that stuff's all illegal here. <laughs> I thought I'd just seen a thing where there was, like, that was, like, a big industry over there was, like, making sex toys or whatever. That's, I was just miking on for that. I. I heard you say you couldn't bring it in. I was thinking, I thought that's where it all fucking came from. Yeah, it was just... Fuck? Yeah. That's funny, though. Uncle China. Competitors. Competitors. <laughs> Uncle China, yeah. You know, like everybody was saying about, you know, Alibaba. You know, everybody should go check out that site. Gavita lights were $105 on there. And then, you know, just think about how much cheaper it is coming to Thailand instead of going to the United States, too. Mm -hmm. They got some nice rolling beds. They got some really nice greenhouses for really cheap. I priced it out. It was 6,000 square meter greenhouse for... 34,000 US dollars. There you go. Yeah. The Alibaba. Isn't that like the Amazon for China or some shit? Alibaba? Yeah. Kind of. They even, <laughs> they even copied the business plan. Lazada's more like that. Lazada's more like a drop shipment company. You order it through them, and then they have uh, stores in different countries that will drop ship you the items. Be that way with cannabis before long. <laughs> just go on, just go on like Amazon and be like, hmm, what, what kind do I want? What's up for bid today? You know what I mean? They'll have like an eBay shit on it. I hope not. <laughs> I was just able to kick in with my own sarcasm and say, how are you going to regulate that, Smiley? Yeah. That would Through be nice. force and intimidation, just like everything else is. Yeah. Or regulated at the ability to post on it or whatever, but yeah. I'm sure it won't be long, man. They're already delivering. It'll be like, it'll be happening. It'll be happening. Because if they deschedule it, like, you can send it. Get it to over. like an internet and website, you know, point fucking regulations. Pretty much at itself at that point. I'm sure they'll be dragging your ass by the click. It'll be regulation, no problem. They'll be getting old of you. <laughs> I think. But see, that's where the medical comes back in. 
if they have a, a digital copy of your medical card and your medical papers, you know, they should be able to send your medicine through like priority mail. And, you know, we shouldn't have any fear of getting it through the mail. Isn't it like you can't mail gun parts and shit like that too, right? Like, I don't, I don't think you're allowed to mail firearms either you know like there's certain things you're not supposed to fucking send through the mail <laughs> i don't know is pharmaceuticals on that like can you mail pharmaceutical drugs with a script uh I mean, that would be in a similar thing i i can mail, mail ecstasy well I mean, legally <laughs> legally illegally i i get my I get my medications mailed to me here in Thailand when I was getting them filled in the United States still. Okay. And they were narcotic pain medications. Yeah, you can you just have you to can get that stuff paperwork. anywhere. Anywhere. They'll send that stuff anywhere if you're if you're buying it. Or if the insurance company is getting it for you, they'll no problem. It's all set up. I could see it getting that way. Get a descheduled, and it'll just be like fucking Amazon a pot, right? Like everybody go on to find your cut, whatever you got. Oh, yeah. Who was that? Uh, Phylos? Is that who was doing that genetic uh, tracing? Yeah. Yeah, it'll all be that Phylos stuff. They'll be like, oh, hey, we have the genetic markers for tissue culture for. 1987 skunk number five pheno 17 you know like here you go and there'll be like seven of them that rule the, the cannabis industry huh. apparently i'm wrong about the firearms apparently you can mail them i just had a buddy that said he, they weren't because she moved from uh one state to another or whatever and moving and mailing some of her stuff and that was a big deal is trying to get her her firearm mailed over like you had to send it to a gun shop or some shit like you had to have one gun shop send it to another gun shop by her and then she had to go pick it up or whatever it's some weird deal like that but I don't if know. you're moving but, from the east coast to the west coast mail your seed collection do not travel with it. Mail it to wherever you're going. That was my biggest mistake. Shit, safer that way, huh? Yes. Oh, just for shits and giggles. I, why? Why is that, Captain 420? Why? Because Illinois has my seed collection. You <laughs> they should wouldn't be able give to get it back, back to me. No, they wouldn't give it back to me. Because they don't have it. You should sue them. Well, you know, there was 3.4 grams of MDMA that I was charged with 0.4 of a gram. Uh, there was 187 tabs that I was charged with 84 of them. So, yeah, that, my diamond ring and a bunch of other stuff went missing. Were you charged with the seeds? Uh, 
basically there was 1,987 grams of stem leaf and debris that my pissed off partners put in the back of my moving truck that I got in a tent to distribute charge. They dropped the acid, they dropped the other stuff and, you know, but at least I didn't do the eight and a half to 10 and a half years for the LSD. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Just they, got my stacking up. they got my seed collection and I even commented to the judge, you know, could I have them back because they made a comment, well, no. And they pulled out bags that had buds in them that were full of seeds. And they said, you know, you've got seeds in cannabis still. You know, this is all tied into one. And I asked them for my seeds back because there was a lot of CBD genetics in there. Uh, but uh, three months later, they went medical. And I asked the judge, hey, you're going medical in three months. You know, today you're finally charging me. Uh, you know, you're going medical in three months. Take my seed collection and start a real medical program. Because I was, I was going to go to Michigan and finish the second part of my life and all the F1s that I made and F2s and finish those out. And I had a hundred and over 110 different seed packs. I still had 98 NL5 hazes, Afghani ones from Sensi Seed Bank. So, so maybe, it should be, seed. maybe it should be more send your seeds if you're going to travel cross country with a whole bunch of other fucking drugs on you. I didn't know that all that was in there. I had less than two ounces of cannabis on me. Yeah. But, you know, an eighth of cannabis in Illinois is a felony. Or it was. <laughs> That's crazy. It was it was always a misdemeanor here in Maine. There, there was, I mean, maybe way, way back. But as long as I've been alive, it's always just been a misdemeanor, which is Maine used to be able to grow up to 99 plants. And it would be a misdemeanor. But now you can, I mean, I don't know, you could probably still just get away with a misdemeanor for that many if you had them. But yeah, Maine's always been pretty chill on the, on the cannabis laws. What does misdemeanor mean? That's a funny word, isn't it? Misdemeanor, it's like a lower, lower class charge instead of a felony. No, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, it's a funny fucking word. Oh, it's just a weird word? Yeah, it's just a weird word. Well, miss, you know, root word miss, and then demeanor, you know, yeah, wrong or bad or uncalled for demeanor, I would assume, breaking it down. <laughs> Maybe. But if you got charged with it, I would think you nailed it. You didn't miss it. Just nailing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it becomes a, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wish I had all my old seeds. I'm right there with you. Bye bye, birdie, with all them. I had an old Fuck bubble gum from 
2001 that I had gotten from a guy that I, that I ended up losing probably the most favorite plant I've ever grown in 20 years was that bubble gum that I grew in the first, what, two years of me, of me growing, never grown another thing like it. It was so just huge, giant colas on like one branch plants, you know, no, no side branches, just spears. Wow. Or like those should little. Have spent the six, should have spent the 600 bucks the other day. Maybe yeah, you would have had that bubble gum. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to get castrated. <laughs> I shouldn't have even got <laughs> Fast Bud uh, has a autoflower bubble gum that is exactly like you said. You know, every branch is just one big cola. Yeah. I mean, this thing was no side branches, like literally just a tr one fucking main stem. Uh, it was it was incredible. And it tasted so nice. It was dense. It was uh, it's everything you thought a perfect plant was back in the early 2000s. Mm. Yeah. Oh, for the tips, oh, the tips, oh, turning it on. Okay. <sighs> yeah, yeah I'm actually kind of doing a dab. I got my concentrate in my dab rig. <laughs> By the time you my one eight. It's just commercial out of the way. I'm like, we need a, a down east dab song. I know. I've seen the my daughter's boyfriend today. I should have fucking harassed him about the fucking dab song. I got a fucking tire here. I could have fucking put it in his hands and been like, all right, I've got you blocked in. Call <laughs> <laughs> out the recording equipment. Shit. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Set him right in front of this right here. Ready. You're not click, leaving this house go. until this song is fucking done. <laughs> Did you smoke a joint with him or a dab? Oh, of course. Of course. He That's had to pay that, for that. That was, <laughs> that was unfortunately, I, I love her to death, but that was unfortunately, I'm sure, had a lot to do with the visit today. She come to shake <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love her. I love her. Did she, she leave with parting gifts? Of course. Of course. The best of the best of parting gifts. Daddy, Please. I love you. Didn't I you love dab you so him. much. Thank you. Didn't you dab him silly last time you came down to visit, too? Wasn't he, like, passing out after you were leaving or something? <laughs> yeah, actually, that is a true story. I took the email down with me and fucking rig. <laughs> fucking just came from fucking Vehicle City. Had, like, fucking five different samples. We hit a few of them and then doubled up, doubled up on the apple fritter. Woo! That apple fritter dabs were fucking, woo! They hit me right in the third eye. I did two in a row and they kind of got me a bit sweaty. <laughs> they, 
sometimes I wish sometimes I wish I had a daughter so I could I I could you know fuck with their boyfriends but then I'm like no it's really not as fun as you think it would be though yeah I have we have four sons together so I and I can't I you know you can't fuck with girlfriends like that's not fun you get in trouble, think, really? you get in trouble for that shit cheddar bro. <laughs> yeah what really sucks cheddar bob is doom, doom. when you don't get invited to your granddaughter's birth because the mother and her mother know that yeah as soon as you meet the father you're gonna kill the son of a bitch <laughs> so i didn't get to see my granddaughter be born because of him being at the hospital i got refused that <laughs> but uh yeah no i'm sorry to hear that man that's okay life goes <laughs> on i love my daughter my daughter was the first one that told me my pot i was loud and i looked at her and i said loud she goes yeah you stink oh you mean I got dank weed? Yeah, you got loud weed. <laughs> and daddy's weed's always the best, by the way, Eagle. Mainly because it's free. <laughs> oh, right down, right down. <laughs> What'd I do with the dab song? I think I exited out of the tab for the dab song. <laughs> so right after the commercial. <laughs> Now you got yeah, I did. I sat through the commercial and then for some reason accident on that shit. Man, that's stupid. But I do uh, you know, I do have some neat pictures of uh this was uh let me get back, let me throw this window over here. This was actually uh where'd they go? All right here. This was uh me and her. <laughs> Actually, the first time I smoked cannabis with her, it was funny because she asked me to go down to uh, the hash bash with her because uh, that was uh, it was her and the boyfriend at the time's one year anniversary, and that was their first date. He took her down to the hash bash, and then uh, that year they were like, "You want to go down with us?" So I actually went down and fucking had fun. Fucking, that was the small first time that you know. They, she was all like, "Yeah, I've been smoking." He kind of got me smoking, which made me like want to punch him in the face. But either way, uh, let's see. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I've spoken this too. Well, uh, let me get you back to. Smiley's all over in the the lone 
that what she's smoking right there is actually uh that is a hash wrapped blunt. That, that wrap of that right there is actually uh, some 90, 90, 90 micron bubble hash. And that ring right there she wears that you see on her finger, myself and all my girls have that very ring, the skull and crossbones. We all... <laughs> We all wear that that ring. It was kind of funny. It's like the family seal, if you will. That's cool. <laughs> I dig it. I Everybody find in the family had one at one point. Everybody in the family had and wore. Now I got a fucking cool ring. Fucking okay. yeah. Oh, cheers. I totally fucking fucked up the dad song. Got sidetracked. <laughs> now I'm taking the dab. Red pill, Red pill heard dab song and he like, boom, jumps in his chair. Ta-da. One more dab never hurt, right? Right? I was just going to say, man, like you heard dab and boom, you appeared in the screen. It's funny. Gardens look nice over there, Cheddar Bob. What you got rocking, man? Uh, let's see. In this tent here, this is uh, Tony's um, uh, Bruce Banner number three crossed with Space Cheese, which if I remember correctly is his, which is uh, the blue cheese crossed with Angel. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's his tester strain. So there's six, six little females in there. I'm not, I, time constraints, heat-wise, coming into the summer, I have to throw it in the flip now or else it'll just get way too hot um, for flour. Huh. So, because we, we don't run AC here in Maine. What do you do? You shut it down then? No, I veg. Yep, so I'll take a few plants and I'll, I'll veg for like uh, two weeks in July and the, the month of August. Then I'll usually flip somewhere in the, in the second week of uh, September. Yeah, but uh, I'll take over. What's that? I'll take your clone. <laughs> uh, over here, this is actually the mother of that tester strain. So it's the Bruce Banner number three. And it was cool listening to Dark Horse talk about the different variants of the Bruce Banner number three, the 3.0, the 3.0 Batcross. But this is this is the Bruce Banner number three. So, which, which is cool. Um, but Tony sent that so I can compare you know, the phenos of the testers. Because I haven't, I, I haven't grown the Bruce Banner 3 before and I haven't grown a space cheese. So, you know, when the different variants start showing up in these cultivars, these phenos, um, I can, instead of guessing that one looks like the Bruce Banner and the other one looks like the space cheese, 
I can definitively say that, okay, this one is definitely leaning towards the mother because I'm throwing the mother right beside it. So for, okay. for, yeah, for a breeder to do that is like not only Fucking really cool, cool, but it, but it shows, it shows like some trust in the person they're sending it to as well. You know, cause I, I mean, I'm no one, I don't think there's maybe so, a handful of so people. So can I get a cut of that after the show? <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? Like, I, I think there's might be a handful of people in Maine that have an actual Bruce Banner number three, you know, and I, if I was the type of person I, I could make a shit ton of money, but I, I'm not that, you know what I mean? Right, so right. that's, that's, that's why he, he I, so that's why you'll send him out for free then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah <laughs> I'm just messing with you. He, that's why he sent it out for free. No, yeah. no, no. That's yeah, yeah. why you're, you're no, going to send it no, out. That's for why free. he, yeah, that, yep, exactly. That's why he sent it out for free. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want the angel cool part. <laughs> but Red Pill, do you know yeah. if I'm do you know if I'm right about that the space cheese part? I know you're I know you know Tony really well. Huh. Yeah, you're you're right about that. That's the we're, the angel. I don't think we're on good terms. I think he blocked me last time I was in the chat, but that's neither here nor there. So oh, sure. okay. All right. Supposedly that uh, space queen that he has, and uh, that's really good for nerve pain, from what he says. And I've been trying to get a hold of that strain for a while. <coughs> Space Queen, Space Queen, Space Queen. Space Queen, Space Queen. I don't, I don't. Tony has a Space Queen. I think there's a Space Kush and then there's a Space uh, Cheese, right? Yeah, I think Space Queen is the one that someone else did i think okay <coughs> but I could that's, neither, that's neither here nor there space queen is a sub cool strain how in the fuck do you guys not know that shit well, i know that sub cool space queen times space queen i i told you last time i i never knew who sub cool was up until wait way to get us in trouble guys way to get us in but, trouble well i knew uh, I guess I should have spoke up. Yeah, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe two years ago, I heard about Subcool. And I mean, by that point, uh, I think the fire had happened and he had, had lost most of his genetics. And like, that's the first time I'd, I had heard about him. I don't want to get super technical, but, but Space Queen was Vic High. Uh, Cinderella 99 and Rob Knight. And then, yeah, Subcool had uh, F F2 of both, Space Bomb and Space Queen slash Space Jill. But, yeah, this Tony has a Space Kush and a Space Cheese. Maybe a couple other ones. 
now. Maybe it was the space cheese that he was telling me. Mm -hmm. But he's a tough man to get a hold of. <laughs> that's the space. That's the space cush number two. So when are you going on the boat again, Bob? <laughs> well, Jesus, I don't know now. Both both of the boats that I go on are are hauled out and they're getting new engines put in. So they're probably not going to be in until June. So, uh, yeah, June. But I, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to do a whole lot of lobstering this year anyways. I think I'll just focus on growing cannabis and helping my wife with her apothecary stuff and Lyme disease work and doing that. So <clears throat> rewarding work. Yeah. Yeah. In a different way. You know, I've, I've, I've taken an awful lot through my life. It's I, I'm, I'm glad to give back what I can, when I can. I'm at the point where I feel like uh, I, I should have been doing that all along a little bit more. And now it's time to maybe take those steps to do it a little, you know, a little more. Good. Nothing wrong with improving your life. My life's pretty, my life's pretty good. I, I'm at the point where I want to improve other people's life, you know? Well, that's what I'm meaning. Yeah. Same, same as the tie would say. <laughs> well, it's also making good use of your time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Somebody made that point too. Like, you know, everybody running around super busy wanted extra time with their kids. And then they got, you know, like COVID hit and changed everybody's schedule. And like, and all of a sudden you got way more time than you thought you were going to ever have with your kids, you know, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, so some things it's just you got to roll with the punches, you know. Like I don't know, they're not gonna ship out till June, July. You got to do something, right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Might as well do what you love, and I love doing this. So I mean, it's this isn't like this isn't work, and it never has been. And that's the whole part that I love about living soil is that I I literally did a little like preparatory work and you know like the the maison plaz of of your soil setup and stuff but besides that and maintaining water i don't do anything you know the soil and the worms and the biology and the mycelium in here are doing are doing everything for me like i come down here and i i might bend the stem or take a leaf off or you know trim the cover crop but besides that my time's just spent down here staring at them and kind of hanging out with you guys and <coughs> watching other cannabis shows and listening to some music and trying not to get yelled at by my wife what, what would you think of the idea of have, having kind of like a rectangular shaped grow room we have one lane down the middle, two long beds on each side. Could you do something kind of like uh, perpetual? How does perpetual work in like a bigger bed? Perpetual, perpetual is a little, 
a little hard in a bed because I mean you uh, you'd have to roll the beds out from you know you'd have to transplant it into the bed veg for you know maybe just a week and then you'd have to put them under twelve uh, twelve mm. and so you'd ha- you'd have to you'd have to move the beds from the veg. Okay. So it's that's that's the hard part. Now, what if you have more, uh, you know, tropical varieties that do grow in the twelve twelve? You know, the in the tropics you're getting between thirteen and eleven hours of sunlight all the time. So they do the, those. You know, all right, Kevin. You could they you could totally do it with you could totally do it with auto flowers. Or auto you could flowers. you could you could run a perpetual living soil with auto flowers like <laughs> each each bed you know four four plants and each one set in a week because you just want them all to be relatively the same height i'm sorry are you doing this so that you can control where the canopy is because they're all the same height like if you might doing- you know, like all different varieties. You did 12 different varieties and you did it perpetual. They'd be all different shapes and sizes and heights. And is that what the veg period is for that you're saying? Why you would need a week? Uh, so you can fill the scrog. You can yeah, well, plant a bigger plant possibly and try to do that. But yeah, if you're flipping right into flower, I don't know. I mean, so like yeah, you, want to, a, a you can do it with a bunch of them, like a sea of green, where you get you know a bunch yeah, of transplants yeah, yeah. and you got the stems coming up like that. But like, I don't know. Yeah, you, you know, you time. you still want to give your your plants a few days to to acclimate. You don't want to throw them right into veg when you transplant. At least that's what I believe. I know want, people do, but exactly, you want those roots to spread out. You know yeah, you mean? want into you want that bed. You want them to search a little bit. You know I mean? Yeah, because you know if you throw them into flower, there's usually a little bit of shock that goes in with a clone transplant. I mean, in this bed, right, four by four bed, I could technically fit. I could fit twenty four clones in here, veg them for a couple of days, just make sure that the roots are taken in flower. You know, I could have twenty. What's that? I said you could flip them. If you ran that many clones, you could just flip them. You wouldn't need to let them root even, like like you're saying. They'll still root even yeah. though they're fluffing in a flower. They'll still root. But they're wasted gonna... energy, wouldn't you think? Yeah, that's why, that's what why, I, I'm why just saying. Why waste it's not, that I don't energy producing roots? Yeah, I don't. Well, it's still going to grow physically you know i mean you'll still see a stretch it's going to grow vegetably that way i don't think you're wasting that was kind of my concept with the later flowering plants because you're getting the longest period of stretch and growth before they even put on flowers in the first place yeah i so i just like to have know, a little bit of the bigger the roots the bigger the fruits there yeah well i think well, the roots are right. growing the entire time right yeah, I just like to have a little a little connection to the soil, you know, a little before I flower. It just personally, I, perhaps perhaps plants don't even need it, but there's just something inside me that that needs to give them that little bit of veg time. Hmm. I just so, think yeah. I'm not saying it hurts. I'm just yeah. No, no, I, I'm, I'm not either. Yeah. I, just 
me personally as a grower, it, I may be absolutely wrong in that, you know, uh, please tell me if I am, but. No, I, I think having an established root space is great. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, you can, you can flip them 12, 12, like you can take cuttings, stuff them in a plug and put them in 12, 12 and try to. Well, another another way I would go about it is air layered clones. I would expect I got what I got though. I <laughs> have that quick flip. I wouldn't expect the same results. Yeah, exactly. I gave her a and couple it, of days. You know, if you're growing a, a, it would basically be a SOG method inside this four by four. Your 24 plants would be only be six or eight inches apart. Um, okay. And you would, you wouldn't want to veg for two weeks. You know, you just want to make sure just like in a in a song that the the no i knew you know yeah. new growth just starts and then boom throw them into flower uh so that you have that single stock spear you know yeah it would be more ideal and then it looks like something out of the that pit in the goonies you know uh, what, I, what i'm thinking of though is like just imagine don't imagine you're inside a grow room and imagine you're somewhere where it's more that tropical latitude where no matter what time of year you stick a plant outside, it's going to start flowering eventually. So my, I, I, my can't, mood, I can't put myself there. I'm from Maine. I'm sorry, Red Bill. I can't, I can't like, I can't put my headspace there. <laughs> I've never been to any place tropical. So I, I don't even know what that is. I've heard about it. It's a fable. That's why I moved here. Yeah. Traveling is cheap to go to all these different countries. I've been to Europe. I've been all around the United States, Canada, Mexico. Did you take, did you take four kids with you? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> times that by no. four or probably even eight. My daughter's going to be 24, so, and her mother kept her away from me. Um, hey, guys, I'm going to check out early. I'm fucking yawning over here hardcore. I'm going to fall asleep. Actually, Smiley, I Probably. think I'm going to join you as well. I got to get up You've and deal with yawning. plants in the morning. You've been yawning since the two somethings. I was, I honestly thought you were gonna check out about an hour ago. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. That's always fun, man. It was a good day. Hope everybody has a good uh, start to the week. Monday, Monday, fun stuff. See you guys. Here's Smiley. Peace. Peace See you, out. Captain. See you, Red Bill. See yep. you, Eagle. Thank you. Peace out, Cheddar Bob. See you, Cheddar. Bob, thank you for in, my friend. <clears throat> yeah, there's still many. I haven't grown in a living soil bed, and I haven't grown totally DWC. Those are two complete opposite ends of the spectrum that I didn't never try or experiment with. Yeah, I haven't uh, went DWC, although I do believe in my opinion that that's the race car of the substance. So, to be honest with you, 
living bed, though, I do believe that I would want to veg at least a week, at least a week in that bed. For me, I would think the only way I could make a perpetual out of a living bed <laughs> is to have a bigger system and then be playing whack-a-mole with it. You know, have a bed here, bed here. Let these two veg for a week while those are whatever, while those were flowering, vice versa, and while those were veg, these would be flowering and then just kind of flip flop and back and forth there. But, uh, yeah. Mike said it. I, I'm kind of, I kind of agree uh, with uh, Cheddar Bob. And I think if the planting space is close enough and you have, uh, a plant that has a long period of stretch and growth, then you're kind of making up for that uh, absence of a veg period before, you know, like it's just imagining if you're growing it in a solo cup, but you're growing so many plants close enough in a bed that the roots only have little or that much more, you know, space to stretch out into, which I said, maybe that's diminishing results, but <clears throat> I, I, I think we can plant cannabis in a lot tighter spaces than we let it. You know, it's just... you know, that's, I always like talking about that method, but in all honesty, it's a method that none of us can fucking use. Or we, no. you, you, could, you can use, you can use, you know what I mean? But you can't use because it doesn't fall in the legal numbers. You know, we can talk about this <laughs> sea of green. Yeah, is it fucking kick uh, ass? What does it work? But fucking, does it fit legal numbers? No, no. I mean, especially like if I were just a, you know, a one patient or just, you know, growing for myself, would I like, try to see a green all 12 at once? And like, like you guys are telling, talking about in a bed? Fuck no. Uh -huh. No, those things would be definitely vexed out in that. See, I was even thinking of a sea of green, three-dimensional. Like now it's, it's a literal sea of green where it's waves. It's got waves where you got long beds. Let's say it's a four by 40 or something bed. And you got two on each side of you in an aisle to walk through. And they can be moving so you can get behind the one and move it towards the center and do the other one to the same thing. Get full access to one each one board. And uh, yeah, just have like, you know, different spacing. You do like 16 plants, four by four, that are one week, and do another one that's another week, and then do another one. So you're harvesting like a little four by four section every week. And so you're looking at plants that are going, you know, and then coming back down because the new ones are coming in behind that but you got ones that are just starting off and then a little bit more finishing and then at the end of their stretch and then getting bulkier and then getting more frosty and then coming back down again and doing the same thing other than swapping me some out some clones <laughs> that's a lot of cloning though i've already i've already taken some <laughs> it's christmas time this is one of the four christmas Bang, bang, bang. That's one of the four Christmas plants. Well, I actually think there's five. There's one already in flower there. But I cleaned up the leaf the other three tonight, and they're actually going in the tent. There's a, 
That's what just walking over there. Back by the skull is another. That's where that's the angle you're looking at now is a lot of the LED side of things. Uh, so this one, these these are going back there under the uh, low probe 660 is where the, the Christmas is going. Christmas. But, uh, yeah, they're ready. Other than you know cleaning up the bottoms a little bit for the clones, which you know so far this one's been a bitch to fucking clone, man. Every other every other thing in the cloner has rooted, except the Xmas. It's just barely showing roots, which is disappointment because this is one of the ones. Isn't that how it works, though? The ones you really, 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 really want. Yeah. It's always one aspect. You gotta work. You gotta work for it a little bit. It makes it worthwhile, though. Sometimes they take three, four weeks to root. Oh well, <laughs> if they're worth it. There's always some compromise, you know, the, your favorite terpene, the most one, the one you like the most because of its terpenes always tends out to be the one that's the lowest yielding. So, so there's four in that tent, that size right there. And then back there, you can actually see one of the earth boxes right above the skull back there. There's, Two earth boxes side by side, and then there's some Tiger King and another Xmas back there. Got some Bingus Blue Miles, two of them back there, and a six shooter back in that LED tent. And then back over here on this side is an HLG and a Majestic 12 side of things. That that area there gets popped on. It's usually in flower right now. I've got a bunch of girls in three gallons over there and vegging over there that will be <clears throat> probably up potted today, Monday, Tuesday, depending time permitting. Definitely stopping at the grocery store to grab some dirt for those. And then they'll be kind of right here where the Xmas were on deck vegging for you know about a week, week and a half. And then they will probably go back into that tent for uh, for flour. They'll probably go back in there a little bit earlier anyway. There's not room. There's, you know, the three gallons versus what they'll fit in 10 gallons is heavy, so not everybody can fit in there. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Keep rolling. Rolling again. Most most things will be full again in flour. So. Look, you guys don't usually get over here. LED side of things. I got this one too. You remember the other night where uh, this is, uh, this is I believe, a Mendo Loco. Oh no, this is a Blue Mile. Another Blue Mile. And I spread open the other night over here. She's already starting to fill all this in already. About another week, be, you know, probably be pulling these bigger leaves off tomorrow, which will drive more growth into these little branches and be pulling them down. She'll be ready for her four by four area here in just about a week, 
tops. Tops should be ready to fire. There'll be room for it as well. But what I've been doing in the background. You know, that uh, made me think too is see a green if you don't like cloning is gonna be a it's gonna be a hassle too. Or if you can't get you don't get high success rates of even growing clones. So I don't know. I don't know when I'm, I'm undecided on whatever's because I don't know what I knew what used to work for me. It used to be four plants under one light. I wonder if that's eventually how I'll end up growing again. If I even need to experiment, should I just go back to what I got the most comfortable with already? Well, that's what I did for the longest time was uh, quads, the old sub-cool quads there, basically. And uh, anymore, because the numbers and wanting to hold the genetics, I'm actually doing more of these style type of plants to where, you know, this one I can, you know, by the time I've got this one manipulated, low stress trained, I'll be able to put her in a, you know, four by four all by herself, pretty much on that its own scrub and that lot that frees up more more room for me to have my cup moms you know what i mean i'm not pushing things to the limit with quads i freed up some numbers a little more veg time but that just comes in well planning you know what i mean it, the perpetual still there it's just a little more planned out you know what i mean when i and then when i think of it like that i think of how good of a job am i gonna do at the, the, the manicuring of the plant you know because it's the bending it over it's the defoliating and it's the topping am I going to let it get out of hand am I going to overgrow it on accident or am I going to that's another thing where I have uh, I guess not as fully comfortable with having grown with the net because I've decided to, I've grown with nuts because I ended up having to, you know? So I never did the thing where I've, I've never vegged through a nut, so. Well, I don't, some overgrowth isn't a problem. You'd be surprised how quickly these scales snap back. You know what I mean? Even this, you know what I mean? I, I manipulated her hard the other night. And the next day, every one of those branches, every one of those growth shoots were already spun up and looking for the light, perfectly happy. That's what I said, too. If I would have went through and top, 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 and let her bush out that way, it would have been a week solid, two to three days to a week before I see new growth and we know on that. You know, it was just easier to manipulate her, even if you have to bend, you know, bend bend brand pinch and bend them over a little bit they still come up come back a lot quicker from the top yeah, i would do four four plants and four tops to a plant so that can be in that doesn't have to be the size that it was this happened to be in a four by four i could do the same thing in a three by three or five by five change pot size and veg time for saying
definitely if I, if I have a setup like where you're at right there that's where i'll experiment with i'm gonna for safety's sake set up a tent that's perfectly designed to what i'm comfortable with and what i'm used to and then i'll have side by sides of the conflicting ideas that i have is it better this way or is it better that way so i guess i need like a a literal scientific grow with a control to make sure I don't fuck things up and then ruin both experiments and then have no medicine or low amounts of medicine. No, you gotta, you gotta have him grow fire. You're growing fire there. Well, then if I knew how to, if I went back to, like, if I looked at it like competition wise, then I would go right back to a little proprietary soil blend. Now, the only thing dictating something new or that I've, I've grown HPS and CMH. I've never grown with the uh, LED. I have LED strips in my veg light. I've never flowered with LED, so. <laughs> And comfort-wise, I would be using a thousand watt because that's where I got the best results with. Could be a six hundred, like I said, if it's in a smaller tent, but it would be four by four space slash tent. It's not to be tent; could be room space. Footprint that the light covers. Four plants under it, tops two times each, so that they have four main colas. Vegged until they're maybe like twelve to fifteen inches tall. And then flowering and hoping that I'm, well, let's say I'm even growing a plant that I know that doesn't stretch three to four times. So the finish height's going to be like three, four feet tall. And uh, I, I guess subconsciously, I didn't know that people have a method of doing this, but the closest defoliating slash lollipopping method that I did was like the 2142 thing, where around day 21, I'm um, cutting off uh, lower branches and any fan leaves that are directly covering flower sites. And then pretty much doing the same thing at day 42, uh, any of the little straggly branches that develop good under the bottom or have that potential if they're not getting enough light that they would throw Hermes. And then uh, defoliating it again, any leaves that needed defoliating because they're getting you know discolored or anything like that. Or same thing, kind <laughs> of to grow out and stretch out in a big covering blue side. And I don't know if that's like said, uh, totally utilizing the amount of uh, square footage in a tent or four by four space, but we're just talking about growing dank or growing fire. And when you're doing that, you're not really concerned about yield, I guess. Because I guess more of what I'm talking about comes in a what's in that soil mixture, which would equal out the fire, right? Uh, for me, the you know, defoliating and uh, cleaning her up all depends on two yeah. different things. Well, defoliating always soon as uh, soon as she's done stretching, I go in and clean her up. Anything where like, a, a branch and a stem meet. You know what I mean? Anytime we're a branch, there's an intersection right there. Stretches over. I'm not worried about that branch growing anymore. So I snap that off. Let that energy go up into the bud sites and other places. Uh, 
So that's done as soon as the stretch is over. But as far as cleaning her up, that all depends on how the stage, how far I've let her get in, veg, how much of a stretcher she is. If she's a real bad stretcher and I get let her get a little bit too big, I'll let that underneath go. I'll let that underneath go until she's done stretching. I'll, I'll look at that as somewhat that energy down there to be somewhat of like a break material. You know what I mean? To keep the whole plant from shooting up. Then when I think she's yeah. done stretching, then I'll go in and clean all that shit up. But if I, again, vice versa, if I want her, if I need her to shred and stand up a little bit taller, I go in there way before, you know, maybe even a couple of days in bed before I've even flipped her. And I, I did leave out one major thing is not only did I think of it as the 2142 thing, but the day it goes into flower too, it would already be, like I said, over veg, a lot of foliage. So day zero, day 21, and day 42. And then somewhere between that day 21 and day 42, because of growing a plant with four main colas, it was getting spinning around methods too to try to control the height of all four of those colas to make sure they're even. But then in between that day uh, 21 and 42, I would stake them. And a lot of the times, like going, you know, hindsight now, what I would do is I'd put the stakes in right away. I'd, like I said, I'm, I'd be going from like a two to a five gallon and I'd have, you know, I'd preform where the, the, the transplant's going to go. I'd, you know, backfill the five gallon with a whole bunch of soil, leave a two gallon in there so I could remove it, easy transplant right into it. But then, so, so I don't have to stake when there's roots growing in there on day zero or, or the, uh, two weeks before like that in this case and pots and containers yeah we're going back to the conversation yeah there's pre-veg time in that container before it goes into flower two to three weeks so put it in there but the day i transplant it also put those stakes in there is like uh you know they're, they're it's already primed with the stakes so they're already they're getting tied up to it and then it would either be once or twice getting tied up there and they're like normal bamboo stakes to where the bottoms to the bottom third of the plants getting tied up to that stake. And then in between that day 21 and day 42, I'm going to tie it to uh, some part of the plant that has a nice spot that I can tie it to without rubbing into the buds or doing something like that. And then I'll maybe even just clip the excess leftover part of the bamboo, unless it just happened to be such a big, plant that's where the top of the bamboo is anyways but all four of those branches are anchored then and they can pretty much get as heavy as they want or need to and i, I learned on doing that the hard way because i would think of like oh i'm just going to tie them up when i can tell they're going to fall over and then i'd be looking at the plant being like mm, i'm going to have to tie up one of these days soon and then you know close up the tent the next day open up the tent and all the plants are laying on the ground you know so it's like, God, fuck, I should have tied them up the second I saw them. So in this case, they'd be tied up before they even get heavy. I want to come visit your guys' houses when you're like defoliating all these plants and everything because I look at the, all those and I think, damn, okay, that branch is a clone, that branch is a clone, that branch is a clone, that top's a clone. 
<clears throat> that's the way I look at plants. I, I think more plants. More plants, the better plants. Why? Your friends always need plants. Plants to trade to get new strains. Spice of life is the key to life. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I understand defoliating a plant a lot. And I think a lot of people take defoliation a little bit too far because I've always been told that, you know, the fan leaves and those leaves coming out of the buds are all solar panels. If it's not covering the top or other buds, leave those. But, uh, you know, but my they get plants to a point are where them giant leaves get to a point where they use more energy than they actually create at some point. So you got to get them they block out light to other areas and they consume more energy when they get bigger than the average leaf. Anything that's bigger than the average leaf on the plant, in my opinion, especially if it's red stand. Yeah. Know. If it's you, covering a bud, by all means, take that sucker. You know, if it's the really, really big sucker leaves, take them. You're not outdoors. Right. You know, and yeah, strip, strip the bottom third of that plant. Let that air go through. That's very important, especially for pest mm -hmm. controls. Yeah, that, like I said, on, yeah. day, on day zero. I look at a, oh, go ahead, my bad. I'm sorry. I look at a plant, you guys are defoliating it, and I'm thinking, okay, wow, I see like, 21 clones on that plant <laughs> 28 clones cool i mean I, I would take advantage of that i mean that's the thing about plant counts and breeding for if you get if you have to do du make duplicates of all the seeds that you're making to take clones of whatever up your plant count but that's exactly how i would do it i would be taking my plants long enough to, to be big enough to flower, defoliating, not really defoliating, but like I said, cloning them. And then those plants would go into flower. And then depending on if they're male or female, you know, obviously if you don't want seeds, get rid of the males. Even though when I get rid of those males, I still have a clone of the ones I thought were worth, you know, any further examination than that. And then you just finish out the females. Then. That's the best way of keeping the plants the smallest and the fewest clones that you have. You know, you can, that's another thing I like about the air layering too. Like I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't even look at it as defoliating. I would literally just make an air layer clone from it, from a bottom, a bottom branch. And then just cut that whole branch off. Now you did, now you cleaned up the bottom third of it or made a better place for air to move. But then you also keep, keep that, as a clone branch too. And because it's bigger too, you know, you don't have to take a clone that's only a couple inches tall. An air layered cutting could be two feet tall. Yeah. I don't know. I look at them as $10 bills, $15 bills. That's it. 
it helps pay my electric it so. helps pay my it helps you know pay my groceries and that's it it's an extra risk it's an extra step it's an extra 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 you know it's extra time to you know just delivering them i gotta make it might be a few extra 10 bucks but i make that same money doing something else just as easy you know that is already in in the in the program basically like taking up uh clones to sort of sustain to what i'm doing here and that's about it as far as even sharing genetics, the far the even thought of passing shit is new to me. To be honest with you, fuck, you didn't fucking pass shit back in the day. <laughs> you wanted the edge <laughs> on the other guy. You didn't fucking pass exactly. shit. It, it it's not like today where you were like, yeah, this is great. You know, this is this is new community stuff. You know, but back in the day when it was more serious and all underground shit. You didn't pay his cut to that fucking fire. Fuck that guy. You didn't want him to have a cut. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but that's fucking true. I, I experienced that's I've experienced that as well. I traded clones with someone. Me, me I'm naive. We're all young and naive. And uh, I gave him a clone of everything I had in the garden. He gave me a clone of everything he had in the garden, but one. There's one he held on to and kept that he didn't give me. It was a camp dog clone. After I got busted and left, lost all those seeds, and then I moved to Michigan, I started giving away and making sure that two, three, four people had backups of everything I had. I tried that. Every time I tried to give a backup out to somebody, that guy fucking, he was never there when I went back. Never there when I came back. I gave it to a buddy. I ain't fucking a problem. My garden had to go down. Never there. Never there. I gave up on that shit. I just gave up on it. For years. In fact, the first two clones I'd taken in in 10 to 12 years were just recently from Jack Greenstock and from uh, Alex Hardy. First two clones I've taken in 12 years. In one problems now i have yeah, always been tested seeds like i said yesterday when i was talking with uh my guests as far as being a tester uh dads for dads you know i've i always had my garden i didn't i didn't i still don't care about you know hype's already been there done that i've always been in search of you know the new hopefully phenol hunting Hopefully it's coming out of my garden, the one everybody's going to want next. <laughs> and, again, and, and again, if you found that fucker, you gave yourself some fucking leeway. You sat on it, made as much money with that cut as you could. And then you fucking passed it on to a couple of good buddies that wanted you to step up. They didn't fucking it. You just, no. I'm the sorry. gorilla grew the Gorilla Glue clones that I made for a friend, they he sold them at G they're in uh, Flint, $50 a piece. So, yeah, you know, I handed him a tray of them and said, here's your tray. <laughs> and people were just lined up, ready to buy them. You know, uh 
I'm, I'm kind of there too. I don't know if it's a just thing, you know, that eventually dates you, but uh, there's, no, there's way more seeds that I'm after that are old than new clones that I'm after, you know, stuff that I, that's nostalgic to me that I want to get versus stuff that's new that I see people go after now that doesn't, you know, uh, grab my attention at all as much as, you know, something that I, I had at one time that want to, that I want to replace and then kind of the same thing. Cause yeah, I'll eventually be breeding them if I can, you know, build, rebuild a catalog that I have across the stuff that I like from there. And then, yeah, there's like going to be a whole time gap between, you know, seeds or, you know, strains that I didn't even care that I care little about versus that you look at my seed, you'd look at the crosses of all my seeds and then you're like, Oh, you're like, you must've been making these like in the early two thousands or something like, Oh no, I'm just old. You know, I just like those strains. Those strains that had like four and eight phenotypes, not like today where they have a like 128. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's the whole thing. Those were nice and easy genetics to work with. The Lemon G Quirkle Cross, there's eight phenotypes to that. So, you know, those are really easy to work with. But yeah, you know, for the past 15 years, basically everything is made into a bottleneck. Mm-hmm. And you basically went down one path and you decide to, oh, well, this has got more THC in it. Well, I don't care about THC. I care about the other things that are in the plant because 18% THC does me just fine. It gets me where I need to go. You know, but uh, it was too smelly. Uh, It was something old and this is something new. And that's the way it went. And everybody forgot about the strains. People got busted. The strains got lost. And now everybody, including myself, are looking for those strains again. I'm looking at them to rebuild a palette. Because if I get my palette, I can make about everything I want. I was just going to say, I need to, it's worth to me, like a lot of people say it's going to be a wild goose chase, but I know what I'm looking for. And if they're available and in stock, even if they're outdated, like, you know, there's strains from seed banks. And I, I thought, you know, in my mindset, I'm thinking that they're just overlooked. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, there's no pheno drift. Didn't get, you know, bad over time. It's just no one wants it because they want something new. But it's still available. There's, you know, European, you know, seed bank distributors that have all the old stuff that <coughs> probably like old and dusty in the shelf. And it's like, I almost want to call up like attitude in those places and be like, what are, what seeds have you had the longest? You know, what, what's your least common seeds? What are the ones that people buy the least of? What's the ones that you have the most stock of that are like in the back of the fucking closet? You know, those are the kind of ones I want to grow out of because my senses and my palate and knowing what I like, 
both what I like uh, to cultivate as far as like the plant structure and the finishing time and maintenance and it going and how much it likes your environment and all, all those things. And then I know, you know, what satisfies me is the finished, you know, product as a result. But yeah, I'm, a lot I'm, of those, a lot of those European seed companies that you think have these old strains, do your research on them first. Uh, a lot of them are their interpretations of those strains. So, you know, always do your homework first. And it's getting close to 420 here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 I've even been keeping an eye on that one. <laughs> I do know there became a point where. You know, it wasn't saturated like it is now. And you have like 12 different, even then you had 12 different seed companies that all had White Widow, right? But uh, Yeah, it, but you only had one original. Right, yeah. So my whole thing is I've done the research of figuring out that math behind it. But then even then when I'm like, no, I did the research. Like, I, I you know, I've researched where all these strains originally come from. <laughs> source where you where you could still get them but then they'll say like yeah but it's a 30 year old strain and it's changed over time and it's not as good as it used to be and i'm like but is it not as good as it used to be because you like stuff from today or you gained a tolerance to the old stuff and it doesn't satisfy you the same or we have different tastes in the you know that's the thing because I, I feel like that they're, they're you know you could name like 12, go look at a catalog from like 2001, whatever the most 20 popular strains were in 2001. If you could get all those, you know, one out of 20 of them's got to be it. I'm going to get a one in 20 odds, one of them being what you thought it was, remember it as. I'm just being, that's not being optimistic. If it was some good breeding, I would think so. In my opinion, if you've got to look through a couple hundred fucking seeds to get the phenotype that's on the package, there's something fucking wrong there. Uh, cheers, it's 420. Cheers. <coughs> like he's holding oh, shit. Sorry, hold on. I'm working on it right now. There you go. Sorry about that. You know, people, uh, when I started buying seeds, people would talk shit about uh, Aryan from Greenhouse. And then, the, you know, it was also like anything that's feminized is bad. Right? Yeah, I want to say that. Right. Well, that's what I mean. I don't I, I would, have to th these I are would the say anything I'm, with Franco's fingerprints on it yeah. is totally fine. Yeah, I wouldn't touch anything else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, see, that's what I mean. I I, I want to go back. Like I had, I I'm in the <laughs> any bit of greenhouse that I followed and bought seeds. You know, anytime I bought seeds from greenhouse, Franco was there. But that's just because I'm young. I I wasn't. I'm not of age, and I wasn't fucking with Ariane when in the '90s or whatever. You know, pre-Franco, but. I'm going to do it. I mean, hey, someone's got to take the chance, right? I'm going to buy a small greenhouse. I'm going to buy a small big Buddha seeds. 
Gonna buy some old Mr. Nice. You know, all those, you name it. Me, me and Matthew just split some uh, skunk seeds. Skunk number ones for Mel Frank. So, I think <laughs> I acquired a few more of those seeds and we're gonna do a big open pollination on those too. Because that's a big pheno hunt. But those are 1980s, 70s, 80s skunk. Skunk number one. Yep. So, you know, we're going to give it a go. See how it is. See if I can't find that unicorn there, uh, Eagle. <laughs> Hopefully you do. <laughs> well, guys, I hate to do this to you, but we got to wrap it up. We're going to have to wrap it up. I've got a full day tomorrow. I've been off more than I can chew like I usually do for Monday. Made promises that I hope I can keep. <laughs> told, uh, told the tile job that I did the bathroom there. <coughs> they asked me do the floor as well so I have to tear out and put back the floor tomorrow today I told them it would be a one day job was it 80 square feet hopefully they've got everything out of there hopefully it's a one day job if they've got everything moved I gotta take time to move a washer and dryer and all that good shit Learning all about you now with all this, you know, you would have really loved to meet me when we when I was in Durant because I lay some really good hardwood and tile. Being that's a mason, good. that kind of comes second nature, and that's what I was doing as a side job there for a while <laughs> to make some money. But yeah, it would have been cool. I can't wait to come meet you. Thanks for the opportunity tonight, and uh, everybody have a good night, and I'll sign off and let you guys uh, finish this up. It, it, Peace and love, everybody. Before you go, was, was that rain real rain. bad that other night? Pardon me? Was the rain that was the rain real bad that other night? wanted to ask. Oh, that. yes. Uh, when it rains here, it's like turning on the shower. Full blast. That's what it's like. And it rains really hard, and it rains for a short period of time, or it rains for hours. But it's it right happens here. all the time. <laughs> Monsoon season, right? It's rainy season, yeah. Well, you guys have a good night. Thanks a lot for another enjoyable <laughs> night, Eagle. Red pill. Yeah, thank you, my Take friend. care. Yep. Everybody out in chat. Peace. We'll see you in a second. Great chatting with you. Thank you, Eagle. Same here. Love hanging out here. I do appreciate it. Appreciate you popping in, my friend. Thank you. I, I think we covered a lot of good bases. Last night's wormhole was real fun too. I enjoyed it quite a bit.
Hope it was entertaining for you getting work done in the background there. Oh, it was. It was. I got a lot done too. I'm almost, the garden. The garden anymore is honestly. I've I've said this a lot, and I talked to Smiley about this uh, last night. Is one of the reasons why I jumped down and took the helm. Is you know. <clears throat> You know, there's been a few reasons the last year where I've kind of let things slow down and uh, things, trust me, as, as well as they look right now, things are would be popping a lot more better for sure. And, you know, between sub and a few other things, things have been a little crazy, but it's time to get things back on focus, get things going, operating like the way they should, which is going to mean cutting a few corners on some wormholes. So it's either going to take, and I said this a while back ago, it's either going to take it like a team effort to keep them going, or they're just going to, it, it may just end up coming down to like a Monday type thing. But I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying, but you know, I have to keep the garden going first and foremost. I got to get it back to its glory. <laughs> I don't think you should let anything get in your way doing that, especially if I, I like I said, I'd, I'd be grateful to be in your position right now and give everything I got into growing again. But because I can't do that, and if you do need help, you know, with wormholes, I'd be, I'd be happy to use my time to do that. So. Because nice, I do, you know, I'd, I'd like to hear that because I do love this community. And, you know, and everybody likes hanging out. I'd like to have a place for everybody to hang out. But you know what I mean? I feel bad the nights I can't do it, man. For real, man. This is, is, this is something that has became a great part of me. When I'm not able to hang out, man, it's a void. <laughs> it's a void. Yeah. But it needs to keep going. I know. I was just about if to If I'm say. able to do it or not, man, it needs to keep going. It's one, it's one or it's one void, you know, one form of the void or another, because for me, it's the, the, the growing aspect of it and the non show and tell. I was just thinking, as you're saying, that is, I was thinking that that's my missing piece to it. Like for me, I would have a whole nother level of enjoyment if I could use that as another form of communication too. But like I said, I mean, it's not even been just a whole past year. It's been a lot of other stuff on top of that. And I'm just kind of grateful that it's slowly heading in a more positive direction, you know. Never says once we were almost I'm already having withdrawals. Hello, <laughs> oh, Ned. You're awesome. No, I'm here to help. Sorry. I'm going to help you with that. If you if you need to, just let me know. So. I will, man. I will. Greatly appreciate you, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow night in the wormhole. Okay. Thank you, Eagle. See you guys later. Peace out, Chad. All right, guys. That does it. <clears throat> 388. Holy cow, I forgot to put the point five in there, didn't I? Holy cow, I got to go back and edit it. Let's see here. Running out as a
even know. Let's get well fun. All right, guys, let's get some shout outs here. <laughs> I remember this song from the all right. Let's see what we got here. Give me back my bullets on some ammo box. Where the fuck is time playing? Didn't want to go down. You guys know the deal. It's time for the shout out. So I can get out. Go spin this way a little bit here. There we go. A little better. Some cool. I miss you, brother. D's house of dang. My law 710. Scary Row 420. Green Thumb Bone. Christina MG 89. Unplugged 705. Medical McCullough. Cuddy. The Rick T. The Brother. The 9207. Fabian Selena. Saves that here. Time Spook. Craig Walker. Mendo Dope. T Dog. Dung Beetle. Red Eye. Jedi. Grows. Mother Nature. Justin Conway. Duckweed. Run Boy. 7426. Justin Goodard, Strongman, Oki Grower 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Mole Vision 420, Hujo Cat Daddy, Taco Don Slug, Rick S, In the Buses 827, James Hahn, Kevin Hope, or Kevin, yeah, Kevin Hahn, World's Last Hope. There you go. That's how that goes. Pats Fan 420, Rival Mentor, Dirt Road Dude, Kenneshiva, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dab Godblin, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, Acetone 710, Canoe, Kenny Queen, Genetic, Stabby Tanase, Fumador, Dirt Man, Dan, Keith the Black Sales, Mr. Bozillas, Zen Premium Gardens, Ross and Bob, Ross and Jeff, Cheers, you to the EO crew, Sold Root, Small Tubes, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Norm Michigan, Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Grows, JC, Modern Genetics, SoCal, Weedner, John, Glass, PPJ, 15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grower, T1 Production, Date Grower, DOA Grow Men's, we miss you as well. Miss Nudie Grows, I Gruesome, Johnny Canacy, Nutrient Shootouts, Nani, Nikki, Zoe, and Slammer, and then Y, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard, Observation Booth, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Madam T, Stu Moo, Mo Grower, The Can of Crate, Loki Grows, Sus, this guy, Burton, 79, 79, Polish Hammer, Midwest, Outlaws, Voodoo, Ultras, Fresno Nerds, Kelly Connection, Wolverine Grove, Big Jar Grows, Jimmy One for Life, Wade, Wayback, Farmer, D Block, MMP, Nations Creations. Amber Lilana, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Wendell, Big Ed 1961, Manawana G3, Green Click, JK Triple G, Mr. Sprinkley, Brittany and Tyler Teasley, Hope Farms, Lisa G, John, B2 Crazy for You, BG, WG 420, Dr. Baldwell, Third Purple Thumb, OG, Arthur O, Sensibi, Arthur O, Just Face 420, Beast Post, Gold Group, Sir Howe, Trey Valone, Keep It Real, Hagerton 420, Sub Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, BT, Double D, Grows, Biggest 503, We Miss You, Brother, Green Puffin Man, Alex Boy, Jeff, Seth, Life, School of Crop, Cause I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest, Oki, Reels, 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Me All Flower, Ryan Anderson, Green 13, Noob Sailbot Wings, King of Aquaponics, Indra, Michigan Native, Mary Jane's Med Garden, Streamer, 77, Double D, Bad Bunny, Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs, from 619, 664, Spaniard, Cougar, Jones, and the 
Grow, Pop G Grows, Raz Amy, Grow Grows, Cast, the Girl from Your Heart Podcast, Lily Luna, the Green Mid Flock, Jeremiah Moran, the Stony Creek Lost Art, Mr. No One, LG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil, Jason Highstone, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason, 662, Scroggy Mix, Scroggy 10th and 4th, Goddess Grows, Kaylee, Chad and Brad, Family Farms, Polly P, Kevin Jodry, Mike Hodge, OJ Huggins, UDA, Green Tree Hugger, Kush Cloud, Joshua Seamless, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Cam Wood, Main Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, Dan the Indoor Man, Gourmet's Homies, Hamilton, Bros, Clip Snow, Clip Smoke, Keystone, Canna Flag, PA, Big High 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Drew, also Fred, John Collis, Darren Carlos, North Arizona Beer Grow 420, Don't Sell Out, Jesse Boyd, Gastain Yeti, Interford, Genetics, Soso J, Vixen Robin, Killer 8, Mo, James Buttercrease, C-Dub from NorCal, The Pharmacy Seed Bank, Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Dory, Tennessee's, Fab Carries, K, Mike Rubles, The Drew Bear 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up. Stu Moo, Popco 719, Bake with Shake, baby, old school grow up, PWC, Grown Buds, Laura Wash, Miss Wee Blunt, uh, Old Smoke, Chad Westport, Honcho Grown, Flora Nugs. My little piece of heaven, punch it sound, seeds, Goliath, bro, Richard T, Chrissy Wanami, Mr. Soul, Food Spectrum, Gone God, Lori Henson, Real, 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. D. Conley, Pimp Jamming, Boating Face, Show Me Sasquatch, Fuck Google and You, I'm Going Well, Baby Canadian Resource, Portal Dirt Farmer, Paul Wright, Zephner, Homo Farts, Tamary Farm, Seldom Seen, Old Park Gardens, Hal 9782, Skunky Palace, Martial Artist 2012, Micro Slave Hefner, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert Mr. Green Fingers, Motherfucking Thomas, Rancher Coach of Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Chaplin, Bobby Lynn Means, Trent Digger, Miss Mac, Told You Like Bloating, Bill, Ask Me, Weed Please, Catered Delicious, Minty, Country Roots, Here on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Gray 420, TD 101, Buzz and Hazard, Miss Club 14, Peter B Man Farms, 616, Snow of North, Max Groove, Ruby, Timothy McKimmons, Manil, Justin Beads, Draconic 88, Fat Belly, Real, Jennifer Seal, Kimba 03, Turk Barber, Shannon Stevens, Carlitos, Latinos, Greater Country, Mr. Speed, Wolf Seed, Firesaw, Wally Wookie, The Goddess Grows, Rasta Bob, White Feather Grows, man, that fucking tiger king is killing it. Burning Shrooms, Tone Grows, Day, K-Man Grows, BX Gunner, Smith Dude, New Grows, Sean McCann, Dave Munts, Take Agenda, Walla Walla Canna Grow, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Let's the Paris Rock, man, Justice Make, 420 Grow, Fresh Grows, Thriving Herbs, High Man, Your Man Man Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Grow, Love for the Plant, Argo American Smart Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, Hawaii's finest, Hawaii's highest. I'm sorry, Surfcraft, Michael Groom, Jeff Lowenfels, Mobius Gross, Dane Brownies, Danny D, Dandy, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor for the Forging Gardener, Overwater, Overkill, Seattle Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green 514, Million Jensen, Oz Indica, Dr. MJ Coco, Brandon Ruths, Matthew Gates, D's Bags, Drone Star, Shotgun Willie, Dank Yoda, Jason is true. Bro grows, clocking his coop, DJ Conley, Aaron the Grower, like 1978, Michigan grown buds, your boy Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jamie Daniels, clocking his 420, Sinky Colas, Dylan 
time for BFC Farms Husky Garden, Sun Grown 707, JA Drove, J420, Cascadian Grove, Tito's McGee, Four Plants A, Weedworks, Captain Scrog, Skunky Bugs, Hods Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Live, Gaster Tempe, Annie N, D Urge, Green Junior, Leon from Mom Perverts Plus, Green Goose 11, Smiles 11, Bindu Bugs, Micro Rasa Plenty, 311, Mix Up, Kinder Grows, Evergreen Haze, G Friends Tree, MMJ, Matt SA Blog, Dragonfly B, Justin Menz, Travis Walls, Lucky Mike, Sale Chronic Seeds, King Chronic, Titan from Blessed Coast Seeds, Shango Gas, Vassal for Life, John Smith, Tommy Trico, Spoke King, Raz, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilots, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Steelbird, Indo 11, Step TV, Shark Play, 999, Bon Garden, Stoner Nations 420, Joe Y, Bugs 1313, Grower Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jay Myers, Demid, the Chat, Mr. Manny D, Mr. Bag C, Dr. DGC, Jeff, Shredder 911, Dutch Girls 420, Scallywag, Dr. Skillwell 1, Bed Grower 1, Empire Brady Co. for Broly, Lost Leaf, VMS, Danny Daco, B Bear 7, Ollie Noble, CK, Tom Trinidad, Mooney Jester, Smoking with Small Town, Tim Ness, Mr. Lazy, Rafter Grows, Rob, Automation is Freedom. Robert Hazelton, Dwarf, Michigan Choir, Double Tap Farms, Mr. Green Thumb, 420, 808 Rooting Prospects, Cana Bus Drivers, Hayden Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grove, T-Ben, Root Nuts, Hammer and Emails, thank you both, Dr. Scrambles, VV, Moon Rocks, DH, F, Double J, Bio Green, Stealth Grower, 56, Hanky Stanky, 420, OG, KP, Ganjanana, Your Mama, Georgia, Joe, Roy, Rodriguez, Be Growing, Nature's Best Nugs, Killer Bee Grows, Ganja Wizard, Husky Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooze of Life 420, Bully 4 Life 420, The Jeff Roll 420, Beavis 698, Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn, I'm Big Ted's Test, The Riffin Fanboy, Jack Greenstock, I've seen you tonight, Mr. Brother 420, 420, Boots Farms, Charlie Farm 420, Aldridge 25, Smiley's Gardens, much respect to you, I believe you know that, I hope you know that, JD's, Misty's Nugs, miss you. Smoking Girl, Fraser, Grokowski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farm 420, Jeff Jarowski, Genetic Memory, Farms of Ball 420, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, Ginger Snaps, E-D-T-E, Grose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sgt. Pepper 420. Uh, what else we got here? Ken Trooper, Light Cat 420, Light Up Again, Tim. UKSIF 420, Devin Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez, Dank Man 420, Dank Man Dan, Red Set of Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, Cheech B, No Sated Grower, Major General 420, Army American One, W Digger 714, Sharate's, Kenny Olsen, Lights, Mountain Skies, Ready to Hit That Hot Five, Chris Martinez, Save Robbie, Sergeant Live, Hip Fake Camp, Bigger Lakes, Finest, Ridge Patch, Dozer, Moon, Southern BT Grower, Choose Medical, Jerry Bear, Plus One, Mushroom, Secret City, Pop, Here's My Little Tank, 20. 42 Spacewalker Christian, Tree Mum, T Barrington, Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T Dwayne, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Gardens, John Smith, Lyptus, My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest Seeds, Ross Kai, Ball Limit, Home Cold Trench, Readings, UC Life, Richard, 420, Grant Manuel, Mary Bond, Simon Sizzle, 81, None Edge, Colas, Chris Moon, DK Trades, Vision Creator, Guru, The Kind Brew, Canada Nation, JJ Wires, Rob Wabby, Sean Vince, Rescue Ready, Silk, Roadside LLC, Notorious Snugs, Magnus Seeds, Father and Son, Turbine, Tutorial, Sub T Day, Jose Ramirez, Martin Perez, Double the Hut, 420, Chico Man, GR 420, Community Videos, Detroit River Rat, Louis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, Ted Bob 13, Main Grower, 
Men Grower Cookies, Coop J. Kendricks, in for the grill. Thank you for stopping in yesterday, my man. Backwoods, all good. Taliban sales, Adam Skankin, Chanel Simpsons, One Smoke Away, Ganja Roads, Kazoo, Aaron Burning Shrooms, Mr. Lincoln Stinking, Angel Studios, MG, 420 Grow, Ted, Paul Diella, John Fleming, Dankovich, Fibro, Flower, Polly P, Seldom Seen, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sunny Man, Chiba Sunny, for Jeff Popolic, I'm sorry, Jeff, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farmer, fuck all that, be the Big Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes for Northern 4466, Jason Grayson, Baked Stony Baker, MD, Sony Cricket, Russ Science, Friends Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Herman Hess, hopefully you're doing well, Freebird, Bone Grower, Manny Gar, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Coach, Chronic, St. Fat, Chemo Sky. Oh, that's Dankovich. I'm sorry, Dankovich. I got it twice. Clamalera, Player, Harley Grower, Jen God, Steve Collins, Todd Kedrick, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Allen Hayes, Scoop Steve Speaks, J.R. Room, Pharmacy, or uh, Randy K. I'm sorry. TCDR, Claire Killian, Warborough, Farming, Randy Grande, Pip 1000, Ace, Boom 2223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom B, Puffer Smiles, 15 Digit, Michigan Ganja, Mook, Fred G, Super Bob. Weekend at Bernie's 88 and Weekend at Bernie's Grosky 808 K Bag Justin Station Strong Style Organic Zippy Ibetic 31 Honesty K Hell We All Flower Brand Mood Todd Kendricks Kendricks Newton K and T Chris D Trusu Bow Towns Bow Natty Dread Barbara Matthews Adrian So Grown Kevin Jiu Jitsu K to Health and Happiness Berserk 215 Clad Low Cut Albert Trendley Mo Manic Meds Raz Banshee Yellen Huge Adis I seen you changed it but I forgot what you changed it to James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LD, LT Gardens, High Flyer, 420, Lobster Brush, Bro, Mother Tree, Maine, your boy, Roy Boy, Aesthetic, Shannon Gibson, Drew Han, Rick W, Comfortably, No One Smoke Away, The 840 Growth Show. Fred Pill 710, thank you for popping in. Canvas from Suitcase Rolling, Croy Rolling, Worthy Buzz, Logan Man 81, Oil Flower Podcast, Entourage Effect, Warren Nixon, Pink Lady, Luck El Mondo 420, surrounded by Keith Ferrari, Farms, French Dwellers, Single Fathers, Happiness Without Kids, Richard Forbes, David Comenta, P4P Funk, Nick T, John Reese, What About Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Bergman, Greek Puffin Man, B. Dung Lee, James Chung, Serge Gross, Sarge Gross, 818, John Wayne, Carolina Roots, Sister Golden Hair, Deanna L. Dank Marino, KNF Farms, Blank 1032's one, Only Feed, J Farmer, James, Crypto Dope, HIP Grower, Matt Javine, Dan Marino, Conic Wonder, Sunrise Gross, Top Floor, Genetics, Mobis, 420, Can 2 Cannabis, Jesse Fitzer, My Dog, Nelly, Roaster, Alex Hardy, and Hardy Gear, one of the same, Mini Crapper, Daniel Gross, Photos, Mitten Grown, Sun, Sunrise Gross, My Baby Girls, I got to see all three today, I feel like a monkey's man, our... No Limit 916, Grumpy Toad, Alchemist, Can of Mix, Soil Bone, Addiction, Ross, Joe, Alex, D, Dirty Ore, Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dead, Propagation Station, John McDaniels, Lisa Marie, Sarge Gross, 818, again, Day Blaze, Daily Pride, Piper, Perpetual, Eagle Pride, Warrior, Sarah Smiles for You, Frank Usana, The Dank Duchess, Kino, Kelly, Maxwell, Captain 420, Sing Fat, What About Bob again, Ill Justin 420, Pops Rooms, John Gorski, Don, Doe, 
Dugan, Gangsta, THC4, PTSD, T. Barrington, Honcho, Grown, Swamp, Ken, Parlero, Canabica, Best of Because, Mr. Manny D, Canafari, Bo, 20, AB, Normal, Frank Guerrero, Barefeet, John, or Jay Brent, 74, CK, Brown Guy, 420, Packager, 420, Burning Tree, Mint, EA, Gray Sun, Grow, 207, Hydro Daily, Hemp with Gigi, Jamie Reeves, Supreme Grape, Stony Rockefeller. I'd like to do an episode with you, Stony. If you would, please get a hold of me if you hear this. Caveman Cannabis. Brew City Synthetics, Hawaii Sustainable, Midnight Roots, Dead Cynic, Knuckles, Michael P, Polly B, Quick B, Nibble, Bug, Kilowatts, Michael D, Fold, 889, Disbanded Brothers, Massillian, Matt, Joseph, Grace, Machine RX, Keith and Chief, Hydro Daily, Concerned American Cannabis, 4-1, Freedom of Speech, Dr. Joyce Word, These Trees, Ganja, Sudoku, 710, It's Oil Upside Down, Jesse Stevenson, Victoria Badach. Hopefully I said that right. What about Bob again? What about Bob? Scared Garden, Gus Grove, Slick, Rick 8, Dog Pounds, David Seattle, Rasmo Watts. Uh, I know there's some more to that. Ed Wren, MN Grown, Uncle Elmer, Off Grid Terps, and uh, there was what? Matt from SoCal right there. Couple other names I've missed, but I will get them on the list. Last but not least, our good friend, amazing monitor, um, amazing mod in chat. We just 207. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Today is Monday, so today is the official wormhole. Join me at 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where myself and hopefully a bunch of cool other folks will be here joining in on a great night. Moreover, guys, it's fun to have a great week. More importantly, please do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. This is the end of your journey. Get some rest. This is the beginning of your day. Again, make it a prosperous week, and please... Please take time to do something nice for somebody, even if it's a compliment, free buds, a conversation. There's so many, so many ways you can help somebody without hurting yourself or your pocketbook. Thank you very much. I'll see you tonight, 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a great day. I'll see you tonight. Love you guys. Have a good one. One last time. I am.